Thank you for tuning in to the Garage Cast. This is your host, Armand Hawker. Today, my guest is Bill Eves. And uh, I think we're going to change it up today. We're going to do a little UFC talk. Uh, so let me, let's go ahead and start off. I got Bill. Are you there? Bill, Mr. Eves? Yo. Can I call you Mr. I'm Eves? I'm here. <laughs> All right. So you, you're, uh, you train out of Weapons at Hand, Corpus Christi, by the way. Give those guys a shout yeah. out. Um, so how long have you been training there? Just a little background. I've been training at Weapons for a few months. Yeah. Uh, I've lived in Corpus for four years, and uh, I trained at uh, uh, American Revolution first, right? which is a Dutch Muay Thai school run by Freddie Medellin. And uh, then I, I moved over to do more jiu-jitsu uh, to do the, finally put the gi on. Right. And, uh, that makes with, a difference, uh, man. With Chris BJJ, which is run by Aurelio uh, Galagolov. I don't know. I don't. I can't say his last name, <laughs> but he's he's an amazing black belt. Yeah, at amazing BJJ school, and uh, I've kind of I've been at a few gyms here, um, just for no reason at all. Just trying to find uh, you know where I fit in. It's tough because I'm a lot big. You know, I'm six four, yeah. like two twenty. Yeah, I'm a lot bigger than a lot of the guys. So I ended up at Weapons mainly because of uh, a lot of my buddies are training there. And uh, I get to train with Roger Narvaez, who is a you know a former UFC fighter and uh, BJJ black belt. He's starting his program over with Weapons at Hand and Rudy Valenzuela, who is. is a Duke Rufus affiliate and a awesome kickboxing coach as well. So I'm I'm mostly transitioning to coaching now. Okay. So like talking about the fight game with you, you know, is kind of a test of whether i know what i'm talking about i'm trying really hard not to curse too man no that's fine for you, I mean, don't i'm doing that for you don't turn into, you should probably uh, say how we know each other too right yeah like we used to hang out in a car for hours together that's true me and that me, doesn't sound weird me and old bill used to hang out and thumb wrestle together for what at least eight hours then we get out go to sleep no we did not go to sleep because no that's illegal i don't think we slept to now, no. yeah, me and Bill used to work together. What was oh six? When did I leave that place? Five, six, six, seven, eight. I don't eight? know. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, been a that while. was Naval Weapon Station Earl and Colts Neck. Boring. Oh, good old. Not a lot going on. Nah. Most exciting thing I did was when I hit that pigeon with the patrol unit. I remember that. You were freaking out. Yeah, I remember. Because <laughs> we were, we just came from another traffic accident. Needed some paperwork. Yeah. Hey, let's go get some paperwork. Who hits another thing? Good old Bill. That was the uh, the stop sign that fell over, right? And then we saw a Jeep later on that had like an indent of a stop sign, and it belonged to one of the security guards. Yeah, and he was freaking out. I'm thinking, well, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> their contract, but I'm like, it's all right, man. I just know. hit something. I just got it turned over. I have no idea what happened. Yeah, he was freaking out. What and happened? then I killed that pigeon. That's true. Man. Was it a pigeon or a seagull? I remember it seemed big. Or a seagull, Whatever yeah. Whatever you yeah. hit, I was like, oh, my God, what was that? I don't know. Yeah. I was doing 25, though. Absolutely. That's the, that's the speed limit <laughs> My wife's in the other room, too. She heard that and started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. 25. That's my story. We obey the speed limit around there. Yeah, exactly. All right, but, man. So, yeah, I've been, like, obsessed with fighting for, you know, since I discovered MMA. Yeah when the ultimate fighter came out, like I wish I would have 
figured, you know, found it sooner, but I didn't. Ah, who knew? So I, I got into it after the Ultimate Fighter, and then started training once I got back from Gimmo. Yeah. So. Um, you were saying something about the gi. Uh, when I used to, I don't train anymore because I moved, right? But we do. It's a Goshen Jitsu place. It's not BJJ. So we learn all the Jap- yeah. we learn all the Japanese stuff, which is cool because in a tournament you can yell out stuff, Juji Katamis and Hideka Jamaisa. People a don't lot of it is all the same. Yeah, there's so many styles that are the like people don't know that everyone thinks that they're only Brazilian Jiu Jitsu no, is out man. there. But I came from a catch wrestling school, which catch wrestling is uh, developed from Japanese Jiu Jitsu yeah. and catch catch Ken wrestling in England. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, I was at one of those schools, and like uh, now I do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and then like you said, there's that. Uh, Greg Greg Jackson develops his. Everyone's developing their own version of grappling now, so yeah, man, it's, it's constantly changing. But the the old stuff isn't you know working as much because people are getting so much better now. Like guys are getting so good at grappling now. Yeah, and there was, I mean, there especially was, the leg game is coming out. Leg locks. Was, there was a time yeah. where you know even the guard was important, and now it's still important, but people are so used to it. And now, uh, even for me, I'm yeah. I'm not a small. I'm only six feet tall. I'm not a small. Maybe in my lightest when I was training, I was two thirty. But uh, I would always start off in the guard because there was always there's two guys there where I trained in uh, Southern Maryland Jiu Jitsu Academy. Two guys. One of them's name was Mac, and I'm six feet tall. I was at my lightest two thirty. He had to be six five three hundred, and he was just he was so big. It didn't matter what I did. I knew he was gonna do something. So I would kind of just yeah, I was. Those guys suck. I was in survival mode, but it helped me because I'm like, all right, man, well, I got him in my guard, but my guard's not that good, but if I try to hold him out, I mean, he, he'd always pass it, but that was a thing, you know, so I think BJJ, it's not played out, it's just that, yes, yeah, so many people are so knowledgeable of it, and there's, uh, there's YouTube, there's all these academies and, and jiu-jitsu places everywhere, so it's not, it's not what it used to be, which is good because if a uh, sport stands still, you know, it kind of gets stagnant. And that's how uh, Mike Tyson came in years ago. Uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, yeah. mean, all these people kind of came into a sport and changed a little bit, makes everybody better. But you were talking about that gi mm-hmm. game. Oh, my God. I think I started when I signed up. It was no gi. And then we went into gi. Yeah. And um, I didn't know what a gi was, the wrong size gi and all this stuff, man. It is, it's, you'll have the smallest dude just choke you out and you go, oh. I didn't even see yeah, that. Yeah, that's what's great about it. I didn't see that that was even a threat, but gotcha. I've woke. I've woken up. I've got. I've got uh, knocked out twice. <laughs> no, choked out twice. And it it happens so fast. It's not even. I I specifically remember. Uh, it was some kind of rear choke, man. This guy. He was a black belt, so that's the only reason he got me. But uh, he wrapped me up, man. Yeah, that's and, the only reason. <laughs> but he did a cross collar choke, and I've seen it before. My like, God, oh, I got this. So I go up to grab his hand, and as soon as I get my fingers in between his hand and the collar, or the collar of my neck, I was done. But I specifically remember going, oh, this is nothing. Reached up and was done, man. And I woke up. The yeah. guys, guys are looking at me. I'm like, oh, what the heck? He's like, yeah, you started snoring, so I stopped. I was like, oh, thank you. They're just Appreciate holding it. your legs up. You all right? Yeah. 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 It's kind of uh, – It happens, man. It's it, the first time is crazy because it's just like that. I was like, "Oh man, I got this." I reached up and poof, done. 
But uh, yeah, man, I think it's uh, I think it's a good thing. I try to get my wife into it. She'd be. I want her to do. Gym. Yeah, my wife doesn't care. Really? She she wants nothing to do with it. Yeah, she doesn't like any anything I like. Perfect. You got no wonder you guys yeah, are I married. Know. Yeah, I know. That's why it's lasted so long, right? Right. So, let's, <laughs> but the uh, yeah, shit. I've tried. It doesn't work. Yeah. I think she could do but it. But some guys like like Roger, Roger Narvaez, his, his wife is like a uh, regional champion. I think she just won a title in San Antonio. Yeah. So, like, a lot of – it's half and half. Some guys' wives hate it. Some guys, like, say wives say they like it. And then, you know, when they leave, they don't like it so much. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's tough, man. But, like, those guys who have their wives in there – you know, that that can be good. Like, oh, it's cool you're going to hang out with your wife and stuff, but then at the same time, if you're having problems, like, now your wife's there too. Yeah, I don't think I – I wouldn't want my mm-hmm. wife to uh, train at the same time. And you'd see that. You'd see couples, like one would train. They'd do a, uh, like a kick, uh, cardio kickboxing class, which sometimes incorporates striking, but then the guys will just roll at night in night class. So – I think if you balance, just like a marriage or a relationship, anyway, I think if you balance it, it works a lot better because you, you you still get your own space, you know. Kind of like when you go shopping, yeah. Place. You guys go off in your separate ways. The guy goes over to Pampered Chef and buys stuff, and the wife goes over to the shoe store. I don't know. I, I don't even shop with my wife, man. I'm like, I'm going to the mall, and I leave. No, hell no. All right, man. So let's get into uh, UFC Fight Night, man. Right, fight night to tomorrow. Right, and yeah, then, uh, that's tomorrow night. Old UFC 200. So that's tomorrow night at 10 p.m. Eastern. So that's uh, 9 p.m. Central where I'm at. And what are you? What West Coast, baby? Yeah, so that's seven, seven yeah. year time. A lot better. And that's uh, the main fights. The main things that people would know there is uh, Roy Nelson. He's fighting Derek Lewis and. Uh, uh, it's a heavyweight fight, so like anyone can win. But Nelson is is on paper like so much better. Yeah. Uh, Lewis has has crazy knockout power, but he got he got killed by Matt Mitrione. So and Nelson yeah. and Mitrione have kind of the same leaping in style, uh-huh. trying to hit you with a bomb from the outside. And uh, plus Nelson is ridiculous on the ground. So if he takes Lewis down, he'll just control him and probably tap him out. Yeah, that's what I was then, saying. Uh, 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 Nelson's nasty. His jiu-jitsu at least was nasty. I don't think he really utilized it a lot in the UFC. The ultimate no, fighter, he, he did. Yeah. He can knock him out cold with one shot. So. Yeah, man. That dude's right hand is That's easier probably for him than doing all the wrestling and getting them down and keeping them down. and You know what I mean? Like, yep. oh, I just knock this dude out and get a, get a bonus. Why not? Yeah. His problem his problem has been with with good strikers like Josh Barnett fought him as a southpaw and just just lit him up from the outside and then yeah. of course playing Mark Hunt. I I don't know. He has a terrible style matchup against Mark Hunt. But, but Mark, we'll get to Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt's nasty. No, man. let's not talk about Mark Hunt yet. But, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> right. But Lewis Lewis is like <clears throat> has crazy knockout power, so he might be able to catch. Nelson, I mean, it's heavyweight, so anyone could catch anyone, and these guys are really good, but I think Nelson is going to win that one yeah. for sure. Does uh, you think, uh, this is a little off topic, do you think Kane, I just thought about it, is, is probably Kane the only heavyweight with footwork? Or at least he has head movement. 
but I've never really seen no. Roy. But I've never really seen Roy kind of duck and dodge. He usually kind of strikes and steps back, steps to the right. But I've never really seen someone active at heavyweight that I can really remember right now with zero research that I've done. With, with at, say that again. With did you say footwork or head movement? Well, a little bit of both because I've only seen maybe Ooh. Dos Anjos. Well, Steve Miocic was a Golden Gloves boxer. Oh, like he has, yeah. he has good. Ang- he cuts great angles on his. Uh, Straight cross. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. what we called Arlovsky with. Arlovsky's got pretty good footwork. He's just, it's just heavyweight, man. Like, these dudes hit each other and they're all ridiculously <laughs> strong. Like, yeah, they yeah. Just, it's, I feel terrible for them watching them, them fight sometimes, man, because they just take so much damage. Yeah. And, like, any one shot. Like, Arlovsky dropped Travis Brown with, a like, a, a fucking bitch slap like a backhand yeah <laughs> like she had rocked him already but her last uh, like threw this crazy backhand in a in a weird exchange yeah and dropped him like to a knee so i mean heavyweight's crazy man i yeah. mean that's kind of that's why people like it so much though you know i forgot that uh i mean i forgot that stipe was a heavyweight man i'm thinking yeah dude even fabricio has really good good footwork and striking just not in that fight against Stipe like I don't yeah. I, he just like wasn't patient like he was in all of his other fights yeah man it, and, to, uh, that was his first defense right paid for it that was his first that? that was his first defense right his first title defense Verdun's yeah yeah I, w- I think he would I would think he'd be more patient not you know a, a chump but you wouldn't run after a guy man go just with the golden gloves just just him being a, a striker I'm like ah, I'm not gonna chase this guy man but man, I don't know what he was I don't know what he was doing. I'm sure he regrets it. But oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he he had shown such crazy improvement to his striking and his outside, yeah, like Muay Thai game. He his teeth and knees from the outside were getting really, uh, really effective. Like that's what he beat Mark Hunt with. Yeah, uh, his body kicks. Everybody beat Travis Brown with essentially. Like he he'd been really doing well with his striking. I don't. I just don't. The steep fight was just so out of character, but <laughs> yeah. what are you going to do? That's how he beat Kane, too. Same thing, outside striking. He was just, and Kane was, was you know, not acclimated. Yeah, that was a sad. I watched that one. That was, pretty, that was pretty messed up. But anyway, that's where the, the fights, <laughs> yeah, <I'm laughs> we sorry. got off topic. But the, so the other fight that's notable on this card is uh, Eddie Alvarez is fighting Rafael Dos Anjos. Yes, and Rafael sir. was supposed to fight McGregor but had to drop out of that fight because of an injury. Yep. I think he broke his foot or something. Yeah, foot. And then Eddie uh, Eddie is getting his title shot finally. He's coming off of a win over Anthony Pettis. Um, I mean, Eddie was uh, a lot of people – Some a lot of people know him. Like, they call him the underground king. Yeah. But he's, he's from Philly. He's from Kensington. And uh, – He's training out of Philly now. He was with the Black Billions for a while, and he was like the the king of Bellator for a while. He was like the the main guy they had, and then yeah. he came over to the UFC. And uh, I mean, he's had he's won a couple fights, but it hasn't been like as exciting as his career was in Bellator. But he had he he like really out wrestled Anthony Pettis, like to put on a straight up clinical wrestling fest against the the fence. Yeah. Straight like he just out wrestled him and uh did essentially what Dos Anjos did to Pettis but without beating him up too. So 
Uh, I love Eddie Alvarez, not just because I'm from Philly, but like he, he really like puts it all on the line every time he fights. And unfortunately, he gets clipped a lot when he fights. Like he, he defensively, he's like kind of like he'll just take it. He'll take one to give him a couple. Um, but I don't know how he's going to go at Dos Anjos because they both kind of have the same style, like pressing. So I don't know if Alvarez is going to try to fight him from the outside. And I feel like Dos Anjos is going to just straight up blitz him like he does everyone else. Like that's what right. Dos Anjos does. Like he comes forward and uh, he's throwing heat. And my uh, one of my buddies, Dustin Adams, who is an incredible Muay Thai fighter and a, a champion as well, is coming back from a leg break. He hmm. he, he loves uh, Dos Anjos' strength and conditioning coach. And apparently the dude has Dos Anjos like just, at an insane cardio level. Yeah. So Eddie Alvarez is a, is a cardio machine too. So this, I, I really, this fight is, is a tough one because I think Dos Anjos could knock Eddie out. I think Eddie could knock Dos Anjos out. Um, yeah, I think they're both really fight. good wrestlers. They're like, I don't know. It's a tough fight to pick, but if Dos Anjos, here, here's one thing that Dos Anjos might do is go after Eddie's legs like Cowboy did. His cowboy dropped Eddie with leg kicks. And right. uh, Dos Anjos, if you watch this fight with Nate Diaz, he chopped Nate Diaz down oh, with, yeah. uh, with leg kicks. That was kind of so easy, So he might though, be man. looking to do that to Eddie, but he's coming forward for sure. He's going to be aggressive 100%. Yeah. Dos Anjos is always aggressive, so that fight is going to be awesome. And that one, uh, what was I going to say? I was going to tell you what. Yeah, that one's only on UFC Fight Pass, but fans of your podcast <laughs> yeah. should pay attention Eight to listeners. the results of this one because it's going to, it's going to have implications, um, on the winners of, uh, fights later on yeah. in the weekend and stuff. So what do you think? Are you, are you stoked for your, you're a Dos Anjos fan? Uh, I'm, I'll, t- I'll be honest with you, man. I never heard of Dos Anjos, Dos Anjos, Dos Anjos. Until he Rafael fought, Dos Anjos? Right. I didn't hear about oh, him until he, well, I didn't hear about him until he fought McGregor, but I do remember him and Nate fighting. And I was thinking and I was thinking, why doesn't Nate switch stances? But I think that's the issue with Nate is that he's strong in his stance, but he can't switch. So like, you know, some people can go southpaw orthodox. He can't He's do heavy it. on his lead foot. Yeah, and that was the thing, because I was thinking after three or four of those knee uh knee knee kicks, leg kicks I would switch stances. Uh-huh. I would switch stances to try to take him down or something, but he just left it out there and he paid for it, man. But that was the only – I think uh, I may have seen uh, those Angeles fight before, but I wasn't real big on him, man, because I'm a – I guess I'm a couch fan. I, I don't know. Like, uh, the same thing happened with uh, Mighty Mouse. I've heard of Mighty Mouse. Like, Mighty Mouse, yeah, 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 but I couldn't put a face to a name, man. So – um, I've got, yeah, got I mean, I got more attention because the hey man, Mighty Mouse is insane. No, he's nasty. He's so good, he's nasty. It was just I never really sat down and looked through all the weight classes to see everything because at a certain point, I was deep in it years ago when uh, old Rich Franklin was fighting with pink and brown shorts, deep, and then I kind of got away from it, and then uh, maybe when I came back to America, I started getting back into it and. By then, so many titles have changed. Silver was still running things, but so much, so much stuff has changed, man. And I was kind of like, "Well, I'll watch it." But since, yeah, you got to re-enter the community. Hey, man. Hey, 
I bought Fight Pass, but honestly, man, I, bought, I got Fight Pass. There you go. I got Fight Pass about seven months ago. I love it. I'm not. You need that in Bahrain, man. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not big in the uh, pancreas and you know, all the other uh, promotions through the go. There are in Fight Pass, but just to sit there and just kind of, I guess, binge watch a lot of that stuff, man. I love it. But because uh, uh, a lot of the times I won't, I won't catch the uh, FS1 fights because, well. We don't have FS1. Right? Fox Sports 1, we don't have it. So I'm like, well, I'll at, least yeah. watch. I'll at least watch the prelims. And then depending on who's fighting, I'll watch the main. But a lot of the uh, fight nights, yeah, I don't even get to watch, man, which are horrible. But nowadays, ironically enough, they always end up on Facebook about eight minutes later. So I don't miss out too yeah. much. Yeah, exactly. It's, they put those snippets on there. It's just, I mean, I, I DVR any fight I'm going to miss typically. Yep. But uh, I don't buy the pay-per-views anymore because it's just insane how much they cost. But there's tons yeah. of fights on all the time. I usually go go watch it somewhere else, you know, at a bar or something. But yeah. there's that's, tons of fights on or at a friend's house. I think that's the bittersweet part about how many uh, fighters the UFC has, man. They've, they've got so many. It's A guy can go 27 and, uh, 27 and 1 and you'll never hear of him, you know, so – not in that sense, a little extreme. But the guy can go ten and one, and you'll never hear about him because he's a uh, I don't know. Fly yeah, you have to have something. You have to do something special to get to stand out from the pack. They yeah. have so many people that are just yeah. And then I noticed changeable. Then I noticed too. Uh, I think I don't know about rankings, and people have talked about not having belts. Belts don't matter. You just want to see fights, but. To the UFC, it doesn't even matter because they'll just pick. I think what was it? Uh, it was uh, home and uh, Rousey. Home was sixth rank or fourth rank. Ah, it doesn't matter. She'll fight the champ. So sometimes that's good because they make good fights. But a lot of times, just to get in the rankings is so difficult because there's so many fighters. Yeah, you do have to, you know, as as blackballed as the Diaz brothers are, you'd have to beat a Nate or Nick Diaz. You have to just squash them or something to actually get noticed. And then, and only then, if they like you, you'll start getting uh, better fights, man. But I still like it, well, man. It's, kind of, it's like you either have – I mean, that's how the, the fight game is. It's a promotion thing. Yeah. So you either have to be knocking people out like an insane talent, uh, talking – you know, Trash talking talk. shit like Old McGregor, Chael Sonnen. I mean, and you can't like <laughs> yeah. people. People talk shit all the time, but like you have to be, you have to really shine yeah. and be charismatic about it. You know what I mean? Like, take some speech classes <laughs> and <laughs> hey. work on it because, yeah, I mean, as you've seen, and the Diaz brothers have been talking shit for years. Yeah, like, and people hated them for it. Like, oh, they're so disrespectful and shit, and then. You know, McGregor comes along and like uh Sonnen Sonnen really changed I, the, the game in MMA with yeah, the well, kind of uh off the cuff promo. Like, I mean he was doing straight up Billy Graham promo sometimes. So yeah, they were talking he was uh straight wrestling promo, just look man, your wife's gonna make yeah. me a mistake. I was like, What? <laughs> You're crazy, man. <laughs> Can't say that. But he got fights. Then. Everything is yeah. He got fights, and he made a ton of money, and he, yep. you know, like you know who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, yeah. that's a win for him. You know what I mean? That's he, like he he made a character it's a of tough himself. Sport, you, know? you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't, you only have so many years to fight. 
you only have so many years to train to fight yeah and then and that either move on to coaching or just becoming a fan or you know for those guys they can become a personality now yep um a lot of that uh for other guys they move on to coaching and stuff like that so for a dude like chael he can still move on to coaching but he's also got the personality thing and He's, he, I think he is doing like pro wrestling commentary now for something. He's doing, like yeah. I thought he did. Uh, I thought he did. Yeah, I thought he did. Um, what is that thing called? UFC, like UFC tonight's and things. Now he's not a uh, permanent guy, but I think they call him. No, in for he that. was, but then when he like popped positive, like Fox That's got right. rid of him, and then I think the ESPN. He's with ESPN now, from yeah. what I remember. But he's got yeah. like his own thing. He's got a and podcast. He's doing like yeah. wrestling commentary and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, like he's. I'm sure he's doing like open mic nights, <laughs> right? At, at comedy clubs, like selling tickets for like Q and As and stuff. Yeah, he's like, probably he's, doing seminars, man, getting some money. Yeah, exactly. But if you can, it, like, that's how he got noticed because before I knew who he was because, it was, like I said, I'm obsessed with with the sport, right? And uh it was kind of like he was really good, but he never be he couldn't be. He was bad against guys who were good at jujitsu, like Paulo Filo, yeah. who you have no idea is probably like beat Chael and then like lost to Chael in this crazy middleweight fight in the WEC where he was like looking out at the crowd and missed weight by like ten pounds. Damn. Like Chael had a weird kind of story before, and then he like got beat by Damian Maya, uh-huh. and like. A minute like people don't remember that <laughs> yes. too well like Damian Maya put him up against the cage and then hit him with like a lateral drop and went straight to mount and then triangled him and and Forrest Griffin beat Chael with a triangle like Damn. Anderson a lot like Chael Chael's like uh has some tough luck with guys with good guards yep and yep. uh He's a great fighter. He got better as he got older, but I don't know if, you know, I think he got I, I would never say it was because of what he was taking and because the dude works his ass off. Yeah. And he is a really ridiculously good wrestler and fighter. He was a great boxer too, like before he uh got it focused on wrestling, he could have been a boxer. I I think he he won a Golden Gloves or won an amateur competition, but yep. I remember him talking about his dad wanted him to box, not to wrestle or something. But like you, like we were talking but about anyway, before, he got he got old too, man. So yeah, the clock's ticking. Yeah, but he, you know, he, but now he has he has a nice little nest egg. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. And he doesn't have to break his break his back to to make that money anymore. Now he can just train for his own enjoyment. And if he decides he wants to take a fight, he's going to get paid a lot yeah. to fight. God knows who GSP. GSP. Nick Diaz. GSP is supposed to come yeah, back, man. Yeah, they're they're throwing around all kinds of crazy, like Nick Diaz, GSP, Shale, Bisping, like all these guys are being thrown around at each other because no one knows who Bisping is going to fight next. I think he, unless it was announced that he is fighting Hendo, I think yeah. that's the the most prevalent rumor if it hasn't been already announced. Can I can I can I, can I talk about uh, Bisping? This guy, who did he yeah. who did he beat? I can't think of it now. Whatever. He's a champion, right? Oh, Luke he beat uh, Rockhold. Yeah, old, old handsome Luke. Yes. Right? What, what frustrated me about that, and whatever, uh, uh, he's a champ now. Got it. Great. But he was, like, uh, uh, 
tenth freaking uh, billing, man. It wasn't like he was just on some rampage. They had to. It seemed like they had to go through so many people. He finally gets the shot, and then he he beats Rockhold. I get it, but he's acting as and I guess whatever. He's been in the game for a while. He's from the UK or whatever, right? But he acted as if he was just this monster. And I go, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You weren't even in line for the championship fight, man. Remember that. It's like if. Yeah, uh, but that's the promotion side of it. But it seems like, like. Why would he acknowledge that he had a like a crazy weird fight with Anderson Silva where he <laughs> yeah, essentially he, got knocked out? And he lost. Fighting. Hands down, he lost. I want to recount. I think that guy lost, man. Just the knockout, the knockout in the second I round. I was, I couldn't believe they let him keep fighting after after he got knocked out. Like, it was, and I don't understand. He he does that in every fight. He's constantly talking to the ref in every fight. Yeah, he poked me. Yeah, like he's always he's always annoyed, and uh, he paid for it there. But what? I think I think really he got a shot because he's been so loyal to the UFC throughout his entire career, and. uh you know, he kind of helped them help them get into the English market, and now yeah. they have, you know, a huge foothold there. Yeah. And uh, he he fought a lot of guys. He like never said no to a fight. He he fought a lot of guys who later tested positive for something. Yeah. And like, uh, Vitor especially, he he he's really salty about Vitor because. Vitor detached his retina. Yeah, he really when pretty. he was like at the height of his TRT exemption. Yeah, like when Vitor was like max level. Yeah, yeah, I remember that like, one. He detached this thing's retina with a head kick. So like this thing hates him because I guess he feels like if Vitor didn't have the TRT, he wouldn't have had the performance that he had. Keeps calling Which, him a cheater. I mean, you know, whatever. I remember that was a hot yeah. Topic. He calls everyone a cheater though. Now he's cheater. calling wide men a cheater. Everyone, but yeah. I mean, he he came in and he did it. He's the champ. So yeah. I, I, yeah. I can't. I don't. I don't hate on anyone, man. Like I. I don't have a problem with any of them. I don't take any of it personally. Right. Nothing they say because I understand. I'm a huge pro wrestling fan. You know, like I get Still? it. They're just cutting promos. You're still yeah, a pro wrestler? Still. Are you serious? Oh, man. I had to walk I, away, yeah, man. I watched NXT now. I'll, I'll talk to you about it another time. We'll do a wrestling podcast if you want to wrestle. <laughs> right. All I'll right, tell man. you who the Undertaker is going to fight. Probably yeah. be Trump next year. Trump? So then there's the other card, the FS1. Uh, that's uh, the headline by Joanna Jacek, who's from Poland and is the champion. And she's fighting Claudia Gadea. And that's the ultimate fighter finale. Yep. Yeah. Um, I kept up with most of the season. I still have a couple episodes to catch up on. Yeah. But looking at the card now, I don't understand how this guy is fighting because he lost like his first fight against his buddy. Wait, who are you talking about? It was a it was a weird it was a weird uh it was a weird season, man. Like one dude one dude had to come back because another dude got hurt. They were subbing people in and whatever. Yeah. But uh, there's a there's a female wrestler, I think her name is Suarez, and she's insane. She's probably gonna win. She beats everybody else mm-hmm. like bad on that show. Um, the most notable fights there are the the two Ultimate Fighter finale fights, round three versus Sanchez and Suarez versus Cooper, and then uh, Will Brooks is fighting Ross Pearson. Ross Pearson was a Ultimate Fighter winner, and uh, like he's. He's a really good striker from uh, from Britain. 
Right. And um, he's fighting Will Brooks, who is the was the Bellator champion. He vacated the title and was released, asked for his release from the company, and then got signed by the UFC. So this is his debut fight. He's he's a really good fighter. He beat some really good guys. So uh, this is you know his chance to show whether or not he's like a really elite fighter yeah. at the lightweight. And uh, Joanna Jacek is playing Claudia Gadea, and, and Joanna is a crazy striker, and Claudia is a really good wrestler to just do person. Yeah, and they had a back and forth fight the first time, so I don't know. I, it's hard for me I to... can see Joanna just just destroying her on the outside, but it's hard for me to watch Joanna, Claudia... man. She, What's that? It's, it's hard for me to watch Joanna because she's uh she's nasty. She'll just she'll just light you up, man. It's, yeah. it's it's like she's super technical. It's like they don't know what to do, and then once they figure out what to do, here comes another punch. So it's it's I, I think I've watched a few of her fights, and I just I kind of don't want to watch them because I I'm yeah. a I'm a I'm a side with the person that's losing. I'm like, come on, man, you you can get out of it. You know, you you, you just just move to the left or whatever. But yeah, when she's when she's on, man, she is just a destroyer. And uh, I don't know, man. I might have to skip that one. I have to go make some there's, cookies. I mean, the easiest thing to say is that there's no way Claudia is as good a striker as Joanna, yes. and there's no way Joanna is as good a grappler as Claudia. Yep. yep. So it just depends on who can. If Joanna is going to want to sprawl and get up and strike, like she's going to want to avoid the takedown, and Claudia. Is, I don't know, probably going to want to put her against the fence and smother her and, and beat her up on the ground. Yeah. Uh, because if she fights Joanna on the outside, she's going to get tore up because that's, I mean, Joanna has so much experience in in Muay Thai and kickboxing already. Like, there's no way to catch up to her at this point. Like, you have to impose a different game plan. So, hopefully, <laughs> I mean, not hopefully. I want Joanna to win, but... Uh, if Claudia wants to win, that's what she's got to do. She, yeah. she can't fight her on the outside. She be confident in her daggone strength, man. And you'll see people get roped but, into striking or, or, or grappling. You got to go. That's not your thing, man. Just get up, start striking, and do you know play your game. They have they have problems taking her down, and they get frustrated, and you start to gap out. I mean, it's a funny thing when you get hit and rocks like it's it takes away your cardio pretty fast. Like yeah. in my first. In my in in a smoker, I got rocked. Yeah. And uh, dude, it just sapped all my <laughs> all my uh, cardio immediately. Like I was like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. It's craziness. Man. I couldn't believe how fast it depleted. But uh, yeah, I mean, the, those two cards are are kind of like um, showcasing showcasing new guys and like undiscovered guys. So those are uh, most of those are going to be watched by hardcore fans, aside from the the main events, you know? Yeah. And then obviously UFC 200 is the big one. And that's on Saturday. Yeah, man. And I, that's, think, uh, I think that was going to be nice. So let me, let me, I, it's hard. I can't pick a notable fight. I'm just going to start. At, Come on, man. Uh, Jim Miller from North Jersey. Yeah. I was going to fighting Takanori Gomi. Yep. The fireball kid. Um, that, that's, Miller is going to have better cardio than Gomi for sure. Gomi hits harder than Miller, but Gomi always struggles against dudes who suffocate dudes. 
yeah. which is what Miller does. Yeah. So if Gomi can can stay on the outside and wing his punches like he wants to, then he can win. But Miller is probably gonna suffocate him and potentially submit him. And man, Gegard Mousasi is fighting on the fight press. He's fighting a uh, Brazilian Santos. Uh, I've seen man. Santos fight. He's a good striker, but Mousasi is like. Oh, Musashi uh, was nasty. It's probably gonna. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna guess Musashi is favored there. Musashi's nasty. Diego Sanchez is fighting Joe Lozon on the early prelim. Yeah. Um, what you think about Diego, man? He's been in the game what ten years, eleven years now. He's uh longer than that. Way longer than that. Was him? No. Well, yeah. Him and uh him and Nate are like the only ones still from uh Ultimate Fighter back then. A lot of the guys. Yeah, but out you, and... you got to think those dudes were had already been fighting for for years. Yeah. Before before any of that, they already probably had five years. So I'm I would guess that Diego is probably around like fifteen years. Yeah, at man. This point. He uh, uh he, Joe. I mean, he's he won his last fight, I think, too. He's relentless. But all of his fights now are just like crazy slugfest, and uh, I don't know, man. If Joe can stay tight, he can he can clip him and hurt him because Diego just keeps taking damage yeah. over and over and over. Takes a toll on and him, man. Nobody can stand up to that forever. Yeah. But um, Diego's cardio is is insane. So and Joe has uh, worn down before, so Diego could wear him down. But that's that's. Honestly, that fight is going to come down to whether or not Lozon puts him away early or Sanchez just uh, mothers him by the second or third round. Yeah. That's what that fight's going to be. Sage Northcutt, do you know who that is? Yeah, I know who Sage Northcutt is, man. I watched uh, – what was that show? <laughs> oh, my God. What that show they had? Uh, looking Unleashed. for a fight? No, nah, looking for a fight. I saw that, oh, and I was like, yeah. I was like, this kid? The pretty, pretty. I remember when UFC fighters were just nasty uh, Tank Abbott dudes. You're gonna get this guy, but uh, yeah, I, I know yeah. who he is, man. Old he's Sage. fighting, and uh, he's fighting a guy named Marin. But I don't know really too much about either of them, except that I mean they're both young dudes. So and Sage has it, an eight. It's pack. basically yeah. gonna be yeah. They they both <laughs> are gonna get a chance to uh, for this guy. He gets a chance to beat you know the poster boy, and then for Northcutt, he he pretty much has to win. Yeah, if he no. wants to uh, maintain that paycheck, he's getting paid like eighty and eighty or something. something really? Crazy. Wow. Yeah. Because he's one uh, and one. DJ Dillashaw's fighting. What'd you say? So I thought he was one and one in the UFC. Seven and one is his he overall is, is seven and one. In, he came in like a hot prospect, you know. Like, yeah, and then like got choked out. Like if you know who he is, then then it's a pretty uh, notable fighter. Or at least popular, like well known. The fact that you know him, well, I mean, and, he. You know, that's why he gets paid eighty and eighty is because people pay attention to him because of the way he looks. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's he it. He looks like he looks like Van Damme in his prime. Yeah. You know, I did. I don't know him for his skills. I mean, I saw the uh, I saw the uh, show Dana's on or Dana's doing, and I saw him fight. But um, man, he he hasn't impressed me because his last loss was uh, I forget what it's called, whatever the heck the choke is. But he tapped early. He had, had an strep- arm choke. Yeah, had an arm, arm triangle. And I was like, but uh, he said he had strep throat. Which, if you've ever had strep throat, like, there's no way you could breathe. I get it. But I'm like, I'm not. I don't. I'm not saying anything one way or the other. Like, yeah. He 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 did tap kind of early, but if he had strep throat, he couldn't breathe. Whatever. Right. He still fought with strep throat, so like, and he still got in there in the first place. Yeah. So I 
can't take anything away from him, but but it, it just that to, dude that beat him is a is a really good fighter out of Jackson. Yeah, it doesn't to me. It doesn't matter because you'll hear people, you know, I fought with staff and all this stuff. That's great, no, I don't care, man. Just win. You know, if you're supposed to be better, or whatever, just win. Just fight. I just don't like excuses yeah. when it comes to something as raw as as mixed martial arts. If it was uh, if it was judo or if it were Muay Thai, where your uh, weapons are limited, then okay, gotcha. Yeah, you know, you you have staff infection, whatever it is, got it, got it, got it. But nah, man, it's mixed martial arts. If you got strep, don't go to the ground, buddy. If you get if you go to the ground, get yeah. up, buddy. Like. It, it'd be like fighting somebody and, and, you're, and, and your left wrist is broken. Well, guess what? I'm not throwing left hands. I'm not throwing lefts at all, and I'm going to keep them away from my left. But I well, digress. I'm a little – It's being sick and grappling and stuff. Dude, like, I mean, like, I get what you're saying. Yeah, no excuses and all that. No, nah, like, yeah. If, if, you have, if you're really sick or your arm's broken, you're not 100%, and, like, people want to see – dudes fight at 100 percent so yeah i feel like he's getting the benefit of the doubt but he does like what you're saying will like a lot of people are calling him like uh you know soft you know what i mean uh, like he, he, he tapped early hey, and all that he's too pretty to not be soft unless he went in there and yeah. just wax guys you go ooh, this this guy is a total package lex luther you know he would he he is it <laughs> right but if a guy like him loses you kind of go, oh, he's all looks. He's got the spiked hair. He's got yeah. an eight-pack. Those are beach muscles. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All those muscles, they don't do anything because he got choked out. Where's the muscle that stops you from getting choked? No, yeah. Anyway. It's tough, but. Get off my high horse, my soapbox. All right. So then so... Dillashaw's, TJ, you know what TJ Dillashaw is? Yeah, come on, man. He's. You're killing he's... me. All right, I'm just making you. You you said you weren't paying attention anymore, but anyway, Dillashaw was fighting Rafael Sunsau. Sunsau beat Dillashaw by decision in a fight in Brazil, but I don't think TJ had been working with Dwayne for that long. TJ is a completely different striker now than he was when he fought Sunsau the first time and probably a much more competent fighter, so we'll see how that goes. But Sunsau does have like a... Uh, monster hook off of his off of his uh, strong side. Sunk. I don't know if he's less. I'm trying to figure out if he's a southpaw or, or orthodox. I can't remember. But if he off of his back foot, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like if you're right-handed or if he's left-handed. But I rem- I know he does have a uh, a nice a nice hook off of that that backhand. He's uh, he so, looks uh, he's thicker. He could, he could catch him, but. I don't know. TJ will probably win that one. Yeah. He's, he looks that's thicker, how, man. That's, that's pretty old, too. Johnny Hendricks and Kelvin Gaslam, I I don't know. They're It's the same exact guy. What's up with Hendricks, man? There. What happened What happened Hendrick? to him in the, uh, with the belt, man? He was a champ and then kind of just fell off, man. You think it was not luck, but, well, I guess luck? Because I remember him. No, no. I heard it was uh, his most, camp or most something. reports are that it's just the fact that he didn't really train too much outside of fight camp and he didn't like Oh, he wasn't a year round well and he blew up, yeah, like yeah, those cardi- he would have cardio issues and weight cutting problems and then it's, you're gonna have energy issues on the fight night, so I guess that's what his big problem was. Because he's he was and a wrestler, then, uh, right? 
Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, he's a great wrestler. I mean, that was the, that was the thing. He would come in and, and just uh, take you down and, and blast you. Yeah. Like his he he's left handed. He has a he has a monster monster hook off of that rear end. Yeah. I and thought he, you know, that was what he he would just blast dudes and take them down against the cage like he Yeah. Was, he was dominating people but I thought Hendrix was nice, uh, man, but he yeah, he just something happened. Yeah, he lost to Lawler and then uh he just lost to Stephen Thompson this year. Earlier yeah, this year, I saw that one. Wonder Boy, the Karate Kid. Hey man, he, man, he's forty. Let's not let's not call him Wonder Boy, but yeah, Who? yeah. Steve oh, yeah. Thompson, Stephen Thompson, Stephen Thompson, whatever it is. Yeah, man, I, I saw that fight. Say, that yeah. was that was pretty. I hate bad. when people do the PH and say Stephen. Yeah, it's not, we're American, man. All right, no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. Put so, a V in there. Yeah, let's be honest with it. So then. Kaz Dangano is fighting uh, Juliana Pena, yeah. and uh, Juliana is like she throws she throws bombs like 82. she has a lot of power for a girl, but so does Kaz Dangano, and Kat is really uh, durable and technical, and she's been in the game a long time. Like she had a she had a terrible showing against Ronda, but all of her other fights are insane. Like she's a, a really exciting fighter to watch, but so is Pena. So yeah. this that fight is is going to be crazy probably. That's probably going to be fight of the night, if I'm going to be honest. And gone over really? With all these fights, like I see a lot of, I see a lot of um, fights that might turn out one-sided or like crazy, but not crazy for the wrong reasons. Like Diego Sanchez is going to, at the last ten seconds of every round, is going to be a maniac. Of course, that's what he does. Like Musashi might. Might mess Santos up. Miller might might get a sweet submission on Gomi. Northcutt versus Marin. I don't know what that fight's going to be like. Yeah. Dillashaw versus Sunsau might might end up being like their their first fight was pretty boring. Honestly, like it was neither <laughs> one of them. They both kind of hurt each other. I think yeah. from what I remember. Yep. And then neither one of them wanted to commit to to getting hit. You know what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta get a hit sometimes to hit the guy. Yeah. And neither one of them wanted to give that up, so it just kind of turned into nothing. Yeah. So that can always, and that can happen with Hendricks and Gaslam too, because they're both wrestlers. So that could turn into like a, a clinch against the fence thing, or but they both have crazy knockout power, so that could happen too. But Zingano versus Pena, that one guaranteed. Yeah. Out of all those fights. Leading up to it, that's that's the that that one's going to be fireworks for sure. Then you got Cain Velasquez versus Travis Brown. Uh, my buddy again, Dustin Adams, has trained with Travis, and uh, he said Travis has, has got great knees from the outside because he's six eight, right? So Kane Kane comes in a lot uh, on the inside. So Travis Travis is probably going to be looking for a knee right up the middle. Well, hold um, up. And just try to stay long. Hold up, man. This is a breaking okay. This is breaking news. I just got a text on this uh, ESPN thing. It says, John Jones won't uh-huh. fight Daniel Cormier at UFC 200 due to possible anti-doping violation. Dana White announces. That's crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Where? Oh. Where? It was on ESPN, the app thing. You know, I get notifications because I'm in touch with the people. 
But yeah, it was on the. I got just got it from this ESPN thing. Yeah. Twitter's going crazy. Yeah, golly, man. Oh my Didn't god. Didn't he just he got did he got way for cocaine and it's like all right you know you were out you were out with hookers. No, that was got Brock. It. No, that was oh, that was Jones. Like it was trace amounts oh. of trace amounts of cocaine or something out of out of uh not out of season but uh. Not during the fight. Yeah, other competitions. Like, all right, cool, man. You want to do some blow? Got it. You're an adult. Cool. But that's crazy, man. Oh, God. You got to be kidding me. I want to know what he, what he popped for. I, Marijuana I in Colorado. I guarantee you it's going to be a supplement or something. That's what it's – lately it's been like uh, dudes are popping positive with USADA and then – you saw this testing their like no explode and stuff and it's yeah. got steroids in it you know what I mean hey. they're not steroids but prohibited whatever I'll tell you man, this man I can't believe he's out of it some of the uh, some of the best steroids I've gotten were from GNC and before you know it they get seriously they get pulled off the market you go back a month later and they're like yeah they pulled it off you go do type it all yeah, into the search engine yeah, I mean, it's crazy, and because for 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 years it was uh what was it uh Holodraw MT Holodraw MT I think it was from Gaspery, and this one big yoke dude I remember swole guy he was like man this stuff works it works it's like a steroid and I, I didn't know anything I'm like all right buddy so I took it man and was stacking it with all this stuff I just got I got nasty it's crazy strong man just body fat was at three percent and I'm like. I'm th- I'm thinking this workout is great. Nah, it was a steroids because it was a. Uh, they put I don't know if steroids are one two three ingredient ingredients one two three. This thing had ingredient three in it was the which was the thing that really helped with recovery, and they did the test yeah. on it. Man, end up pulling it. I was upset because I don't personally. I don't think uh, I think ster not steroid. I think. Uh, Supplements are cool. They're okay. I mean, I take BCAAs, but I don't think they'll make or break. Yeah. I don't think they'll make or break an athlete with certain things. Now, if you're really supplementing uh, food or something, I get it. Because, you know, look at Michael Phelps. He's not drinking many protein shakes. He's eating a lot of food, but he's burning 70,000 calories a day. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, with certain things, man, I'll, I'll down some BCAAs, man. But other than that, uh, Protein powders and stuff, I kind of stay away from. I'm almost 40 also. I kind of stay away from it. I try to eat regular food. So when I see this stuff, yeah. from the, when I see this stuff from these elite athletes, I kind of go, what are you doing taking no explode and freaking muscle milk? What are you doing, man? Whatever it is, yeah. Yeah. So many new companies start up and sponsor them. That's why. Like, it's anything, like, it's hard to explain, man, because you get so beat down. Like you got to think these guys are doing two a days, yeah. six days a week. It's like any, anything that can help you recover, you want to do it, you know? Yeah. Because otherwise we feel like shit all the time. Yeah. All, everybody's always injured. Everybody has an injury all the time. If a dude pulls out of a fight because of an injury, he has like a serious injury. Yeah. Like nobody's going in a hundred percent ever because nobody who trains, hard in the sport is ever completely healthy everybody's got something i've got a neck you know my buddy's got a, a leg somebody's got an arm you know what i mean so right. that's just how it is look at so uh anytime a supplement comes up that you're like oh man this is good i feel better 
and that's what it's about. It's just trying to feel better, trying to be the best. I think the scariest part is when it works. Then you kind of have to go, okay, now what's in it, though? Because Yeah, exactly. It's not a bunch of well, synthetic I mean, stuff. They used to send us all them samples in, in Cuba. When I was in Cuba, yeah. there was this company called uh, Legal Gear. Yes. And they used to send us this shit. And they used to send it to everybody, like care packages. To like, uh, dudes were, were were sending me shit on MySpace, like, yo, check check out Legal Gear. They sent us this care package, and like, th- it was great. And then they they banned it, and then they changed <laughs> their name to like LG Sciences and changed one molecule and sent us a bunch of new shit. Yeah, that's why you like, all- man. I I was just taking that shit, and whatever else, you yeah. know, like at the time, not knowing. They'll always slap a new formula. You go, what was in the old stuff, man? Like, why, why'd you have to do a new yeah. formula? Man? Yeah. I'm telling you, if it works, that's when you kind of go, oh, well, if it, maybe if it works with what it says, you know, you'll, you'll gain muscle or with all this kind of stuff, that's when you kind of go, what, what's making this stuff work? And uh, I, didn't yeah. fi- I didn't find out about um, Holodraw until I looked it up, and uh, they, there was a scientist or whatever you call lab tech, he would he would go from company to company, basically making supplements that worked. But he was uh, a steroid guy, and that that's all it was. He just yeah. take take this formula from here, take it over to you know USP Labs or something, and make it cherry flavored and call it the new thing. You go, oh cool. So yeah, man, he got popped and he was tied into a lot of stuff. But if you don't, it doesn't say it on the box. It'll say you know whatever whey protein and you know citric acid. But until you get down into yeah. what the actual ingredients are, man, that's when you see that, uh, you know, whatever that stinking formula is, carry the seven. That's the thing that'll break it. Seriously, because it kept, it said yeah, it once. Yeah, exactly, no. It showed the stinking. it down oh, to man. a molecular level. Yeah, molecular, look at you. No, yeah, man, it's crazy. That's why I think, too, that's why I kind of got off of it, because I don't. I don't want to take something and be dependent on it. Like, man, my dick doesn't get hard. Well, I got to take, nah, man, just freaking exercise and eat some vegetables. And I'm, I guarantee you, you won't need Viagra. You won't need all this, all these uh, gas station packets. You, you don't, man. It's, it's a circulation problem. It's not a, it's not a extends. pill. Man. I won't need extends. Hey, man, we're, we're, <laughs> we're not, we're not sponsored by them, but no, yeah, yeah. I think anything sold, yeah. anything sold by Ron Jeremy, I'm on board, right? Yeah, Rogan's got a great joke about that shit. <laughs> but no, I'm with you, man. Like when I first started MMA, I was still taking a lot of that stuff, and I remember this dude Jay. He was Jack. He was like this little gorilla dude, yeah. and he was like, "Bro, you got to get off that stuff. It's making you can't swell up. That's why you got no energy. You got to have some bounce. Like get off of that stuff." And I think that's when we were all, I don't know if you were, that was right after you left, I think. We were all taking Super Pump. Oh, Super Pump, the best pre-workout before they changed it. Yeah. Yeah. What was it, like 500,000 milligrams of caffeine and niacin and just like, what? Uh, I don't know, man. Don't you dare. Once I got off all that shit, like, I felt so much better. Don't you dare talk about that. Yeah, don't you dare talk super about super pump. Oh, I'll tell you this. I think I've said it before on here. Um, oh, I, 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 I took super pump max. I can't stand it. Whatever. So one day I just tried, uh, uh, it's basically bulletproof coffee, but coffee with butter and MCT oil. Didn't, I didn't need to warm yeah. up. I didn't need to warm up. I just went to the gym. I felt great. I was clear minded and great. 
And that's when I really saw that, oh, I probably don't need this stuff that's basically Kool-Aid with a little bit of creatine. I don't need that stuff. I can just go in, you know, clear-minded with some coffee. And over the years, I've gotten off of it, man, because overtaking that stuff, I used to take, I took Super Pump at least for 12 solid months, and I'm pretty sure you're supposed to cycle off of it. But yeah, uh, you kind of, you, I got used to it. And, <laughs> you, too, you were on it for 12 months? Yeah, when I was in oh uh, when I was in Diego Garcia, I was just just dumping it, just killing it, killing it. Oh my god! Yeah, but uh, I, I knew nothing about liver cancer back then. But um, yeah, well, we used to pop that in uh, what was the hydroxy cut hardcore, right? The yeah. red one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god! Because they just, dude, it was everywhere. Like, dude, oh bro, you got hydroxy cut? Yeah, for we because in Gemmo, that's how we were cutting weight. That's we would shame. have to walk back and forth down the block. That's a shame. In hundred degree heat with the vests on, so we would take hydroxy cut to sweat more. Like, yeah, bro. So I looked good on the beach for the <laughs> fucking three girls that are here. Yeah, sweet. Do you? I, I, looking back, I kind of go, man. I was probably so close to death. I remember the uh, what was the stuff they had that had ephedrine in it. I took that. And, uh, was it? Was it <laughs> hydroxy cut? It may have been hydroxy cut. This was in. Uh, 2003 or four it was before i went to jersey there was a bunch of those out man i think that's right around the time the original hydroxy cut came out and man then, like all the other ones were like sack or two like the one that Cena was selling yeah on yeah. uh on tv and yeah they people were like i remember you were taking that i remember taking it and uh, I took it, and I used to I used to walk to the gym. It may have been ten minutes. It was right right down the street. I took it, popped it, got my little liter of water, and I got to the gym, and my heart wouldn't slow down. It was doom 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 doom. I was just like, what yeah. the? Heck? And I'm like, ah, let me get a couple sets in. And I was lifting, and I just I was talking to uh, my workout partner. I was just sweating, and I was like, I can't relax, man. What the fuck is wrong? Like I couldn't get, and I threw it out. After I threw it, I said, I'm not dealing with this stuff. And that was before. Uh, ephedra, I think it was called. That was before anybody really yeah. knew. Basically, it was before it killed enough people. Before we went, oh, that's uh, that, that's bad. Well, maybe stuff. we should take this off the market. F- FDA yeah. status, man. They got has to kill some people before they go. Yeah, that that's not good for. Oh well, man, you know who Chris Bell is? How dare you? Yes, I know about bigger, stronger, okay, faster. Okay, he's supposed to be making a. Well, he's supposed to be making. Well, he already made one called Prescription Thug, but yeah. he's supposed to be making one about the uh, the pharmaceutical industry. Did you and that was my favorite part of Bigger, Stronger, Faster was his little trip down into you know showing how they Photoshop all the before after things. Oh like, yeah. I remember being a teenager, like reading that stuff, because I weighed like 160 pounds when I was six four. So like everyone always like made fun of me for being so skinny and be like, "Oh man, I need to get on what these dudes are on." Look, they were fat and now they're ripped. Yeah, like yeah. I need to be like these dudes. Like, give me the no explode. You know what? And all that shit. I bought into all of it. What would always get me was they always had the exact same clothes on. I go, wait, man, like you couldn't change, you couldn't change shorts. <laughs> You know, and uh, there no, was. They would tell him when it was over. Hold on to that outfit. Actually, just give it to us when you come back in six weeks. You'll put it back on. Yeah. I never noticed that. That's hilarious. They would. It would be the exact same um, pair of shorts, exact same wrinkle, but they're they're selling stuff, man. And I don't think that. Uh, I don't think they're lying. But the difference is, most peop most kids, most people are just ignorant. They don't look at Jay Cutler and think, "Oh, that that's his profession." He's eating all day and he's training two or three times a day. 
they look at Jay and think, oh, Jay just went to the gym for about four months. He's jacked. Nah, man, that's his life. You know, that's the difference. Yeah, exactly. So he's he may take, I don't know what the heck is out there now, but he may take this supplement, but it's in conjunction with a nutritionist, a dietitian, a personal trainer, and whatever other a chemist, uh, yeah, whatever other Brazilian or Mexican supplements. God that, knows what else Jay Cutler's doing. And he's been doing it for years, so he's he's not yeah, starting at zero, he's dedicated, man. Dedicated man, he's a pro. Yeah. So what's up with Jones? I heard he's awesome. I heard he's like the nicest guy. Yeah. I don't know what's up with Jones, man. It I'll said try, it, I looked the positive up. The sample came from a June sixteenth out of competition test. He is White is hoping to find someone to fight Cormier. Well, let's talk about the rest of the car before we talk. About yeah, actually, man. Yeah, That's let's talk about this. So where were we? Edgar? No, we were. We were. I think we're up to. No, Brown. no, we didn't get to Edgar yet. We just finished. Brown Velasquez. Uh, Brown Velasquez is the same thing. Kane has to get inside and wrestle him, and Brown has to stay on the outside and and try to catch him coming in and fight on the outside. That's what Brown's good at. Um. Kane, I mean, Kane, no one's been able to stop Kane, really, aside from Junior and Fabricio. And uh, the Junior thing was just a one punch. Yeah, behind the ear, I think. You know, KO behind the ear that, you know, Kane, I'm sure now would try to stay out of the range of that. And he did. I mean, he beat beat him twice after that. So uh, I think Kane should be able to get on the inside of Brown and, Beat him up like he, he's going to do the same thing he did to Junior that he did to everyone else before. And he's just going to beat him up against the fence and, uh, you know, make him hate his life and try to, <laughs> you know, TKO or knock him out. Yeah. That's what Kane does, man. Yeah. Kane's Kane, Kane is like the type him, of dude that, that makes you hate what's happening. He's not a like, light. how can I be getting this beat up? He's not a light guy either, man. He'll weigh on you. Yeah. He's, he's a great fighter, so... I, I think Velasquez is going to win that one, and then yeah. you got Frankie versus Jose. I love although I I love Frankie Edgar, but I hate how he loses because he's an active. He's nasty. I think he's always moving. He's very active. He's very uh, he's a uh, what do you call it? aggressive fighter, but he'll lose yeah. fights. And I'm go. How does that guy lose? I mean, technically, yeah, it goes to decision, so it's in the judges' hands, right? But I go, how does he lose, man? That guy is so nasty. So I'm glad he's get. This is an interim interim title, because uh, no, um, this yeah, is, yeah, this is interim, right? Yeah, yeah. So featherweight title. I want to see Jose fight because I don't think I've seen. I haven't seen him in a while, but I really want Edgar. I want a little old Frank old Jersey boy Edgar, man. He's yeah, like me a, too. Definitely. Isn't the wasn't, I love Frankie? So wasn't why Weidman's from Jersey too, right? No, nah, Wyman's from uh, Long Island. Nah, New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's New York, man. Accents. My yeah, bad. Yeah, Frankie's from Jersey. My like, bad, Jersey. Uh, Ricardo Almeida, and uh, he trains with Ricardo, and I can't think of his boxing trainer's name right now. Yeah. I'm going to think of it after I hang up, but he's, yeah, Frankie, I mean, they already fought Jose. Jose kind of kept Frankie from taking him down and, and hit him with some leg kicks and some good stuff, and... Frankie got him down a couple times, and I think Jose won like a uh, majority decision, three to three rounds of two or something. So I don't know. I hope I I feel like Frankie's gotten a lot more aggressive and a lot more vicious. Honestly, like he 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 goes for the kill more now. I think, and I think he's gonna do that with Jose. Like he's gonna try to get behind Jose and take him down and 
and uh, beat him up, and he's gotta he's gotta stay on him. Yeah. Um, Jose Jose will probably just try to do what he does and keep you know keep him keep him off him and and uh, try to look for a knockout with a knee or or leg kick TKO or whatever. Jose's got power in every single strike he throws. So. Yeah, man. So does Frankie. Looks like he has he's had more power lately. And then if Jose, I don't know how long ago was that McGregor fight. Ooh, I mean, you're asking the wrong guy. Four yeah, months. It was, it was. It's been. It's been a while. I, yeah, it's been. It's been a while. So I don't know. You know, you get knocked out like that. That's a pretty serious concussion. The more you get knocked out, the more you get concussed. The easier it is to concuss you. You know yeah, what I mean? It's, cause... it's. It's. It's a hill. And once you start rolling down that hill, you know what I mean. There's yeah. no coming back. So, I. I. Frankie's taken a lot of punishment, but he hasn't since. His fights with Gray, really. I mean, he hasn't really gotten hit too much at all. Yeah. Um, it was UFC 194 uh, December. Maybe a knockout. Yeah, December. December. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. Jose, I'm sure Jose's probably fine. Seven uh, months now? You never know with that stuff. Like, your chin goes, like, when you see a fighter's chin go, it just happens, and then it just, you know. Yeah. Some guys have had knockouts where it's been like, okay, he, he came back from that. But uh, other times, you know, a guy starts getting knocked out. Like Chuck Liddell is probably the best example. Yeah. A guy starts getting knocked out and just keeps getting knocked out over and over. And you're like, Jesus, how many times are we going to let this guy? Not that Jose is, is getting knocked out every fight or even getting beat. I mean, he got beat. Yeah, you never know, though. However long. But, you never yeah, know. What the, I, the next time he gets hit on that chin, you never know, man. His brain shuts off and goes, no more, no mas. Yeah. Well, he's Portuguese. But he Jose Portuguese. can, you know, put that any idea of that to rest if he if he goes out there and takes a couple good shots for Frankie. I mean and he's he's never been chinny either. Yeah. I mean apparently McGregor's just got like a cannon of a left hand. Yeah man. So I mean I I, I want Frankie to win. Like I always want Frankie to win, so Yeah, to me he's, but, uh, he always seems uh, like the underdog. I can see either dude winning this fight, honestly. It's it's a tough fight to call. Yeah man. So who we got next? Uh, that one, Tate yeah. and Amanda Nunez. Do you think Tate Amisha jumped in? Tate. You think she jumped back in What's too up? fast? You think she started fighting again too fast, or what? Misha? Yeah, you think she she should have waited a little bit, or eh. no, no, she's. I mean, she's uh she's gonna get paid a lot of money as the champion on the same card as Brock Lesnar. Yeah, and uh, she's she she's trying to get those champion paychecks in. You know, especially like Amanda Nunez. Out of all the women that are out there for her to fight, Amanda is probably the least dangerous. Um, Kat Zingano, uh, Paul, like really beat her up with knees from the front headlock position. She just lifted her up off the ground and was just kneeing her in the face over and over yeah. and over. Um, Holly Holm, you know, was beating her up for two rounds before her four. That was a title fight. So four rounds before Misha came back in the fifth and 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 choked her out. Yeah. And then Ronda, you know, if she Ronda's, you know, dominated her twice. And not that Misha's the same fighter she was, uh, but yeah, I'm they, sure she would rather try to get a good fight in on uh, Amanda Nunez, uh, get a win. Yeah, a lot because of Misha is really good. Misha is especially on the ground. Misha, I feel like just because Ronda's beaten Misha, people don't respect her ground game at all. But no, uh, 
Misha on the ground like dominated Sarah McMahon, who was an Olympic. What, what did Sarah win? A silver or bronze medal? I can't. She was bronze. All my wrestler friends are gonna kill me if they hear this. And they They're will screaming the the medal that she won. Anyway, good. You guys know it. Good for you. <laughs> but so Sarah McMahon won a won a medal, but uh, Misha Tate dominated her on the ground. Um, Jessica I was known for her boxing. Misha Tate like. <laughs> she made Jessica do like uh, she caught her with an overhand right and, and dropped her, yeah, uh, and and then dominated her on the ground for the rest of the fight. Uh, Tate's durable. Amanda's got power, but she lost to Kazangano uh, on the ground and in the clinch, and that's where Tate is is the best uh, on the ground and in the clinch. So again, another fight where someone has to keep someone off of them. And the other person wants to clinch them up and take Tate wants to take her down and submit her. And she can. I mean Tate is Tate is amazing on the ground, so I, I think that's what's gonna happen, honestly. Tate's probably gonna submit. Yeah, I yeah. like I like Tate, man. And uh Sarah got a silver medal, so you can redeem yourself. Silver medal, silver. there yeah. Silver medalist. Yeah. I didn't think it was gold. No, but. no, no, no. So then so you like Tate too, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I I'm very very new to the uh, women's division, and I'm yeah. A part of me is glad that Ronda lost because to me, it did, I'm not saying Ronda's bad. She's an amazing fighter, but it seemed that it seemed that she was uh, franchised by the UFC, and everyone's talking about how good she is. And I'm looking at her going, she's good, but it just doesn't seem that the. Uh, it seems like all of her co- uh, competition believes that think- she's good, so it. it you know I, what I mean? I think because you're black, you automatically don't trust the establishment. It's true. I think that's what's happening. It's true. <laughs> black guy just yeah, got no, shot she, yesterday. I, well, yeah, no, yeah. They definitely have, like, their favorites. But, and their favorites are anyone who draws money. And yeah, that's what it is. Ronda, and I get it. It's a business. Ronda was a, a cash machine for them for a while during transit. And it's, that's the other thing about Ronda. She was a cash machine during a transitionary period while they were getting rid like, GSP was their huge moneymaker, and he retired, and then Chael kept, was an, another moneymaker, and yep. he, he kept getting in trouble. Yep. Jones <laughs> wasn't selling a lot of fights. Um, yeah. Brock went back to the UFC, so they were losing a lot of their biggest straws. Whoa, whoa. And then Ronda comes along, and she not only uh, helps get the women into the UFC, but she also helps the UFC grow during a time where they lost a lot of their stars. Yeah, And, you know, like, uh, people hate her. And uh, I can understand why because of her attitude, like right. and whether or not it's uh, an act or not. I don't know. I feel like I feel like a lot of them are putting on an act all the time, and if they're not, they should be, because that's those are like McGregor look and the Diaz brothers like just well, being that crazy all the time. But is, you'll is, you know you see a it. Good uh, way to make money. You'll I think. For like uh, Brock Lesnar, I think he won and he just kind of went crazy. But he may have been believing his uh, WWE stuff so long that he thinks that's him. But you saw, I remember uh, oh. Diaz and McGregor when they after the fight is as disrespectful as they both were. It seemed like they were humble. They shook hands. And it was kind of like you know, good fight. No one. Oh, the really, Diaz brothers always are like that after fights. Yeah. After they win. No one knows they, what they're after, saying. After but. like they if they get if they lose decisively like they'll be cool about it. Anytime they lose a decision, they're not. They're never cool about losing a decision. But yeah. uh, you know, you show me show me a good loser, and I'll show you a loser. 
as Hickson said. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are like, I quote- don't really care. I don't take it personally. We're quoting the greats now. What's up? Or say so we're quoting the greats. We're going to have to do another podcast when we do that, man. But, yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah man, there's but, uh, there's a few guys. I think it's it's an act, but at the end, you know, they're just like you know, a fight's a fight, and and you'll see it during fights, you yeah. know, when guys are just they going at each other. As, a, yeah. as fighters and martial artists, like other people aren't getting in the cage. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like getting. that takes waiting for your name to get called is a is a pretty terrifying feeling. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, All but right. um, then you got. Lesnar and Hunt. Come on. And uh, when I was when I watched the I the I think like Mark's gonna knock him out honestly. But when I would just watch this press conference and I saw them stand in front of each other and I saw how much bigger Brock was than Mark Hunt. I yes. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's gonna be hard. Like because Mark has been training with Roy Nelson for this fight, right? Right. But Roy Nelson is not the wrestler that Brock Lesnar is. Yes. Okay. Sure. Like Brock. Doesn't like to get hit. Everyone knows that. Whatever. But Brock can wrestle. Brock is a really good, really strong, yeah. really athletic wrestler. Yeah. So if he he can, the things Brock can do, he cannot go in with his head down because that's Hunt's bread and butter. He has oh, yeah. kind of shovel uppercuts that he throws. This hook uppercuts. Yeah. And he'll he'll knock Lesnar out. He knocked Lesnar's training partner out with it. Chris, 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 Chris. Oh yeah, that and, guy. Uh, that guy. Yeah. He knocked him out with it. He knocked everyone out with it. But, um, yeah, so Lesnar can't go in with his head down, and uh, he can't go in like a mummy, like with mummy guard either. Like, he can't go in <laughs> like that because uh, Hunt throws these great hooks over, over any guard like that. Mummy so guard. So Lesnar, I think, for, if I'm if I'm Lesnar, I'm going for an ankle pick straight yeah. up. Like, he, he just needs to, to go for broke trying to get Hunt's ankles um, kind of like Kane did the first time he fought G or second time he fought JDS. Yep. Or like Couture did on James Tony. Like Hunt has good takedown defense. He has better takedown defense, but Brock's has the long after John Jones is Brock Lesnar as far as reaching the UFC. So he can reach out and grab his just grab that heel and yeah. just pull it. And the way Mark Hunt's weight is and the way Hunt is built, yeah. like it'll be easy for Brock to tip him over with something like that. But if he tries to clinch him up against the cage and he comes in with his head down or with his hands out and his head up, like not and his head right on the center line, then yeah. the Hunt is going to clip him and and face plant him, and that's, Vince McMahon is probably going to have a heart attack. Yeah, that's probably uh, Hunt's not a really a grappler at all. I mean, he could be. He's got the weight. You know, he's got the the size, but I don't, just don't think. And he definitely don't don't mistake like the fact that you don't know him as a grappler as like he doesn't have grappling experience like he's been training in MMA for years and years and years yeah yeah so like he has takedown defense and he he can get up off of his back but I just don't know if he can do it against Brock man like if Brock gets him down but Mark is always going to be able to knock Brock out like no matter what round the fight is in he's going to be able to catch him but and that's the that's the the, the the one thing about Marcus, he doesn't need a lot of room. He doesn't need to hit you with. He doesn't need to pepper you with shots. He just needs to see that either you're dazed or you're 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 uh, you're you're, you're backpedaling. Like he just needs to see that one thing and go, oh, oh okay, game on, let's let's go. Yeah, and he and won't he won't punch himself out like Shane Carwin did. Oh no, he, if he catches you with something that hurts you and you fall down, 
he'll let you back up so yeah. he can hurt you again. Like, he knows when you're not going to get back up. Yeah, man. He's done it so many times. Like, and he never, ever uh, gasses himself out with punches because he doesn't He doesn't have to throw anything hard. Yeah. Like, he's that experienced of a striker. He's that elite of a striker. Everything he throws is smooth, and, and everything he throws is going to have power yeah. no matter what, he's whether a Samoan, he's tired or man. not. So, he's, like... He's Samoan, dude. Yeah, Those and he's just... a Samoan. Goodness. But it is heavyweight. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen a lightweight Brock Samoan. Brock can definitely either. knock him out on the ground. Like, if he pins oh. him up against the fence like he did Mir and starts laying them hammers down, like, he he can definitely... Yeah. And and my I, I know a couple of dudes who are going to straight up cry if that happens. Yeah. I like Hunt. I like Hunt, Series man. Mark fan. Yeah, there's, there's a, there's a uh, big divide. With the MMA community, like people either hate Brock or they love him. Yeah. So, and you I know do. I'm a pro wrestling fan, so I love Brock. I don't care. I respect him for coming over. I love Mark Hunt too. Yeah, I respect. Uh, I respect uh, Brock for coming over and actually showing that yet he can fight and he can uh, basically fight against some elite folks in the UFC. But uh, when he got beat, it kind of it seemed like he just took a dive. Not not that he threw the fight, but he seemed he seemed like he just really got beat. It was all good as long as he was uh, he was beating people, but as soon as he got his back against the wall, I'm like, yeah, what happened, man? And they were talking about, you know. I think he's so used to being the biggest dude. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like That's what when I he mean. was fighting Kane, he couldn't believe that Kane got up from a takedown right away and then was just blasting it. <laughs> yeah. Like he had no idea what to do, and you could see it. Like he was like, what? Yeah. No and- one can stop me. And yeah. then Kane, Kane just destroyed him. And then with the Overeem thing, Overeem was just as big as him because that was right right before they started the t- like testing, and he tested uh, he tested positive right after that fight. Really? That was like and, not, and not that Overeem. was Brock's last fight. Yeah, when they started testing. Not Overeem, not that not that guy. But yeah, I think that's yeah. that's the biggest thing is he he's been a monster forever, and then he finally goes against somebody that um that. That's equal to him pretty much in size. So his his one yeah. shot power and over him is a great fighter. Did so the him against he he knocked out uh Junior dos Santos right, and it was such a yeah it was such a slow fight. I mean I I respected it. I get it. It was such a slow fight. But once uh once Overeem saw that the opening, I mean it was he didn't he didn't get excited. He didn't dive in and give him the hammer fist. He kind of just knocked the guy out and was like, all right, that's it. You know he but. I think he respected JDS, man, because that boy's nasty too. Well, yeah, he has to. I mean, he's, that... he's, Overeem's been knocked out a lot. Yeah. So everyone, he, and and like I said, it's heavyweight. You got to respect everyone. And like JDS, if he catches you, like it's if he Overeem knew if he caught him, it would be it would be a uh, you know over. Yep. So he he was super technical and he took his time and he what did he catch him with like a shovel uppercut? Yeah. Left hook yep. uppercut. Looking uh, like that. And, uh, and then he just beat Overeem, too. Or not, uh, Arlovsky, too. So yeah. he's fighting speed for the title. Out of the same camp. But That's Brock, right. I mean, Brock, Brock is saying, like, uh, if he beats Mark Hunt, then, you know, he gets another fight. And if he wins that fight, he'll get another title shot. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We'll yeah. see if he beats Mark Hunt, because I can't. I don't know who anyone else he can beat at heavyweight right now. I don't, I don't know if he can beat Mark Hunt. I don't know if he should look past Mark Hunt like that. No, exactly. That's not a joke, man. Who knocked Hunt that's out? That's what they're uh, trying to. Roy Nelson. Roy Nelson knocked Hunt out. 
No, no, no. Hunt knocked Roy Nelson out. Uh, Junior Dos Santos knocked Hunt out with a spinning back heel yeah. kick. Yeah. And then like one ground strike. Yeah. Um, Fabricio Verdum knocked Hunt out with a like a flying knee and then some ground strikes. Yeah. I'm trying He's to think of anyone. Dude, that, well, like Melvin Manhoff knocked him out back in the day. Melvin. Back in like I think that was a pride fight. That doesn't count, man. Those are fixed. That doesn't count. <laughs> no, it was it w- it wasn't a fixed fight. Yeah, it was. You have to look it up. He like throws this flying left hook and just knocks Hunt out. You know who Melvin Manhoof is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Okay. Uh, we we Terrifying. we'll we'll talk later. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. I I think um, I a lot of the fights are honestly hard to predict. Yeah, man. This weekend, I, I think that's that's what's cool about it. And that's what I like. I don't, you know, like when uh, Bisping fought Rockhold, I I really felt like Rockhold was going to destroy him, and then Bisping. Yeah. I, I mean, that's how everyone felt. I just knew it, man. Rockhold beat him with a one-arm guillotine in the first fight. Like, yeah. boy, he's going to destroy him. Yeah. But then, you know, that was uh, that's what's cool about it. I'm not a big Rockhold family. I know who he is and everything, but I, I it just it felt like he was going to go in and, and beat that guy and beat uh beat Bisbing, but you know. It didn't seem uh, maybe uh, Rockhold didn't seem like he was taking it serious, but the shot wasn't that big of a punch. I mean, I'm I'm watching it on TV, but it didn't seem like he caught him on the chin and like it was just solid punch. It just uh, it was just a counter punch. It was an overhand left or something, caught him on the cheek. Yeah. And I was just like, that guy. Well, Bisping was in orthodox yeah. stance, and then Rockhold was a southpaw. Yeah. So he stepped in with his right leg, and then Bisping stepped to the outside with his left yep. as he threw this, like, crazy-ass overhand <laughs> left hook, like you said. Yeah. And Rockhold never saw it. And the ones that you don't see, you know, like, That's you're not as you. tense. You don't tense up your neck to absorb that impact. So your your brain actually rattles more than it would if you would have saw it coming. So then that one hurt him, and then once you're hurt, it's like if if anything gets through with power. And yep. you know, Bisping said he usually does like twelve week camps, ten week camps. Like he he's pretty well known for for being a cardio machine. Yeah, and he only had like four weeks for that fight, so he he had a lot of power. Like you, when when you start to like drop all that weight and and constantly fight under what your body wants to be because you're purposely depleting yourself of carbs or whatever, you know what I mean? He had all that. So he had all that energy. So he might have better power if he trains less. That's what he said he's going to do, actually, for his yeah. next fight. He's going to train how he is, but he's he's only going to ramp up the heart training for, like, four weeks. So guys are trying to change their, their, their camps up now. Dudes are getting popped yeah. two days before... How many millions of dollars did John Jones just lose out on? Hey, man. And lose, you know, everybody else. They, sh- they shouldn't have made that boy a star like that. How about that? No. Yeah, it, and you, he, who knows, man. It's he's a, like a goody two-shoes from, like, upstate New York. No. Like he, his, his dad's a preacher or something. He's a thug. Do you hear me? Hookers and cocaine. <laughs> no, nah, man. It's it's a uh, – College I, girls. I blame the uh, – I blame the new uh, drug standards, man. I didn't. To me, I didn't mind a little bit of uh, a little bit of D ball, some steroid. I didn't mind it. You know, you kind of, <laughs> you kind of. It's like it's it's. You like, didn't mind the puffy ones, the puffy guys. 
I don't mind those guys, man. It's like going, it's like going to train jujitsu and get mad because a ligament gets torn, or you know, it's well, that's part of it, man. You know, you can't, you can't be in this without knowing that that's a part of it, you know, or that somebody, you know, there's always a guy you don't want to roll with, right? Knowing that that guy's in there, yeah. it's just part of it, you know. Now, there's a difference. Like, Overeem, I think, uh, is probably the most blatant user because that guy will be. There were times where he looked like a bodybuilder. And I go, oh, he must just yeah. work out. Cool. He was insane. Uberim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you might you That's look at him it. and you go, oh, he must work out. Cool. You know, do your thing. But then after all this test, I think it's not USADA, but uh, yeah, it's USADA, right? After that testing, yeah. after uh, UFC brought those guys in, he just look, He looks like a guy that he, he may do some push-ups, you know. He may he may do some, yeah, some uh, his, flutter his, kicks. He changed a lot, man. Yeah. He deflated a he deflated big time. Him and Vitor. Yeah. Vitor was the other the other big uh yeah. blatant user, but he was he was the T R T guy. Like there were a couple guys on T R T but he was like the guy, the figurehead of it essentially. Like look look how good he got. He looks ridiculous. You know, he's been fighting for twenty years. He's still knocking dudes out with spinning roundhouse kicks like <laughs> And now you look at him, and yeah, exactly like you said. Like he looks like he maybe does some push-ups. Like yeah, he doesn't. I mean, he still these, looks. These guys come off that stuff, and they look like shit. But I think Uber Ubering. You got me calling him a guy. I think Overeem. Uh, he's so technical that the the muscles were just an addition to. They weren't. He didn't need them to you know knock somebody out. So, which I think is good, man. That's how you really see who's uh, who's skilled and who isn't. So. Yeah, man. I don't see any. I don't see uh, nothing popped up about a replacement yet, man. So it might. It might. And here, here's my conspiracy theory jumping out. Maybe they want uh, Hunt and Lesnar to be the big fight, and then Lesnar wins. And look at that. He wasn't a headliner. Now he's a headliner, and he wins. He gets a freaking championship fight next week. Now you go. What? This guy was. He no. They won't do that just because he headlined instead of. Whatever. No, he'll probably just get a pay increase. He snuck probably. in. He snuck into the UFC. No tests. Snuck right in. And now he's headlining. According to uh, Cormier. Yeah. According to Cormier, he's not. I mean, he was. There's no. Right now, there's no. Uh, what do you call it? There's no matchup. Who could. Uh, yeah, who, yeah. Could, who could Cormier fight, though? Nobody's going to fight Cormier on, like, three days' notice. <laughs> Oh, if Nate Diaz was I can't a heavyweight, think of anybody he'd fight like him. he, it would have to be a heavyweight, probably. Yeah, and I would have to look at who's matched up and who's injured because I know at light heavyweight, Gustafson, I think is is training but not ready. He wouldn't take this fight on on a few days' notice. Gustafson. Rumble Johnson, oh, Rumble, I feel like he's supposed to be fighting soon. But he but was just injured. I know he just turned down another fight. He was injured or something, recently. or came off a of surgery. Something happened with uh, him. He was just he just was down for a while. He no, he had like braces or something. Like it oh. was dental surgery. No, but then yeah. then he just pulled out of a fight because of a family emergency or something. That's right. Oh, jeez. Well, maybe he's available now. Yeah. I don't know. They but, and fought, then you man. have uh, what's his face, Glover Teixeira. Yeah. And Glover fought Jones and lost, but he hasn't fought Cormier. And Glover would probably take the fight on two days' notice. Yeah, I look at that kind of he stuff. He just knocked out Rashad. I look at that stuff, man. The two days notice, ten days notice. I almost look at it like, why not? 
particularly for, not for I guess it would be a title fight, but if that that uh, with that much exposure, I I take it. Why not, man? Just like look at uh, Diaz McGregor. Why wouldn't uh, Diaz take that fight unless he just knew he was going to well, lose? Well, for Nate, right? yeah, Nate had like Nate. That's different though. Like this is a title fight, and like for for a dude like Glover. He's he's kind of in a position to get a title fight, and if he loses a three day notice title fight, and he's probably not going to get another shot because it will be a second shot. Oh well, yeah, so I mean, that that might be why he wouldn't want to take it. But you know, the same the other shoe is what you said, like the money, the publicity, and plus yeah. it's a title shot. Yeah, man. You I'm, know, you can go in there and do what this thing did. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Take a shot on two weeks notice. I think sometimes that's better, man. People can't study you for two week in two weeks. They don't know. They don't know all your tells, man. But I don't know, man. But yeah, we we should do this again for Diaz McGregor. Yeah, old Diaz. That, that's McGregor. gonna that's gonna be awesome. I don't know, man. Because I it, <laughs> a part of me doesn't want McGregor to win, but I know he's he's he already lost, right? But a part of me wants yeah. a part of me wants me wants him to a part of me wants him to win because he lost. But he just got. I think I don't think he can beat uh, Diaz. I just don't, man. I think Diaz is, is has too many skills, just too many. Because he he outboxed him, then he out jujitsu him. What else is there left in well, mixed martial arts? He out cardioed him. McGregor oh. was outboxing him for the first first round and a half, and then he gassed himself out. Like if he. If he just tries to land instead of trying to knock him out with every punch this yeah. way, like One it might be power. different. Like, but he's his cardio has got to be on point because like Diaz is coming in with a full camp this time. So, and Diaz was Diaz took that fight like you said on short notice. So who knows? But McGregor, I know, is trying to work angles and and trying not to stay in one place because you can't stay at the end of. Diaz's range, and you can't let him back you down. Yeah, you have to move outside and stuff, and do what uh, Josh Thompson did to him, and and work that head kick in because he leans forward a lot and with his hands down. I'm, so we'll see what McGregor does. I, that's yeah. why I want to see it. That's why I mean it's so interesting <laughs> because I know McGregor's going to come in with a, a completely different strategy. Yep, he has to, man. So, it's going to be the same outcome. And Diaz has the same strategy every time, which is to, to box you up. Yeah. He never gets tired, man. Ridiculous. No. No. Well. Yeah, man. Yeah. And those, that's, I mean, that's everything I got for, for the UFC this weekend. That's what's up. Um, so, you want to tell people your Instagram? No. Whatever. That's no. Cool. No. I love it. I try to keep a low profile with the social media stuff, man. That's you know old offsec, oh, HBO stuff. Oh, you look know, at this guy. I don't want. I don't want to have a big presence. But you're trying to get a podcast going, so no, nah, it's cool. I just didn't know. Uh, sometimes I'll put it in the description, but that's fine. I'll, I'll I'll keep it low key. So, uh, I guess that's it, man. If um, if uh, shucks, man, if they can find another fighter for uh, Cormier, man, that'd be uh. That'd be slick. Maybe you can come back on uh, next week, right? Because the fight's this weekend. Yeah, next week, man. We'll talk yeah, about this that weekend. One. Yeah, man. That'd be slick. Yeah, talk about what happened. Yeah, that'd be cool, man. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll let you know, man. I'm just out here and uh, just, just on vacation. The only shout out I got to give her to my gym is Weapons at Hand in Corpus. Uh, we're on Facebook and stuff, so, you know, anybody wants to check it out. 
come train with the Bill Come E's. train, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have all female kickboxing classes. I don't really, I don't really teach that much. I, I fill in. I teach the kids more than anything. Yeah, the little kids. Oh my gosh, How trying many, to teach a kid what gable grip means. Oh, trying to get them to do it right. How many? It's infuriating, but. How big is uh, how big is your uh your place, man? Because the guy, the place I went, if we had fifteen to twenty people, it was packed, and I was like, Ooh, I don't want to be here tonight. But then you have so many people to roll with, and I think that's that. What you were, we were talking about it earlier. How it took you a while to really. I mean, you kind of bounced around to different places trying to find a spot. The first place I went to, uh. 10 people in a class, which is great because they'll have, you know, maybe two instructors and you get a guy that's a white belt, 40 years old, I was 30, 36 or something. But you get more one-on-one time and then um, some a lot uh, the the people that are in the class are a lot more personal because they all know each other because yeah. they, they all train at three o'clock, you know, so it's, uh, so are, is it a big, is it a big place or what? Not to say the big places are worse, but just no, my, no, I know my experience, In my uh, experience, the smaller places, uh, to me, for me, man, they're awesome, man. I love them. It's kind of a small town. Like, to be honest, I know it's like a fairly well-known city in Texas, like Corpus Christi, but yeah. it's kind of a small, not a very big city. So a lot of the gyms, like, are, you'll have a main, a main team of, like, 10, 15 guys. Yep. And then whoever else does does it for recreation you know what i mean like yeah. but this gym uh <clears throat> the gym owner rudy he's a great coach and uh he, he's got this uh women's only kickboxing class and he's just got a wall of like i don't know like 10 bags on on each side of the room and and he he has a he has that going on at the same time as we're doing striking class and another on the other half of the gym and stuff so it's a i would say like it's a a medium-sized gym like yeah. i've been to small really small gyms and then uh one one big gym but i would say it's a medium size which i like like what you're saying there's more camaraderie there's yeah, more man. interpersonal relationships between you and your teammates you know what i mean you get close and you get close to to, to your teammates these dudes you you beat up and get beat up by and and you know uh, yeah, endure this shit with I think there's, there's you know I mean? a better so. connection man I love it I love it man so when I uh, when I get out of here I think I'm gonna try to find another place but uh, hopefully I can go to what is that go out to Dubai and see some true grappling but that's the big oh yeah that'd be dope if you got to see the uh, the Abu Dhabi grappling championship yeah man yeah cause you're going to Bahrain yep <laughs> good old sweat box for two years? How dare you? No, man. I'd jump off. I'd find the cliff. Year. Yeah, I'd find the cliff and jump off that cliff. No, just, yeah, just 12 months, man. It isn't bad. But, yeah, man, out there I want to try to uh, try to keep training if I can find a spot, man. And there's, there's, probably, a- there's probably tons, man. And then put the word out, like, talk to, talk to other dudes. Like, even if you can just get, like, uh, a couple guys who have trained before, you can, uh, you can all go in there and, and look up like Eddie Bravo shit on YouTube, you know. Look oh, up uh, Marcelo Garcia and yeah. What's up? That's how I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, just look up planet. some stuff and do it. Yeah. Um, you know? When I was there, I was out there in 2011, 
And yeah, man, you walk past the gym and little guys be out there in geese. Like, what are these guys? You have the Marines out there doing their thing, and then yeah, about an hour later, the guys out there in geese. Yeah, I was like, what are these guys doing out there, man? So yeah, there's a uh, there's a community out there, and I'm sure now, man, there's there's all kinds of people out there trying to trying to stay proficient, even That's if it's good though. Each other. So then you can get in on that. Yeah, man. Hopefully, show so. up with your. What 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 do you got? What are you uh, a white belt, blue belt? Hey man, I'm a seasoned white belt. Yeah, white belt. Are you? Yeah. Well, so am I, man. I've been training for like seven years, <laughs> and so I've never. I just started training with the gi. Yeah. Like I was at a catch wrestling school, and when I started training in Jersey, when we were there, uh-huh. uh, the school I went to was a catch wrestling school, so we never ever used the gi. It was all no gi. Yeah. And then, like I said, I was at a Dutch Muay Thai school here and we never trained in the gi and that was for like three years yeah damn i've been training for a long time yeah man I uh, anyway yeah yeah so like i just started putting on the gi so i'm a white belt i get like what you're saying about the gi being claustrophobic and getting choked out all the time i get destroyed in the gi like no gi i'm fine i feel yeah. like i can handle myself typically I get beat by black belts like everyone else. Right. You know what I mean? But uh, in the gi, like, I, I'm terrible. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. I like so. the gi because it's more options for me. Because it's more options for, I think, a white belt because I don't – and I have bigger arms and things, so it, there's more options for chokes and everything, right? But when it comes to being on the defense, it's horrible because you won't even recognize that – that your collar's that loose or this person's hand is here trying to work this choke. It, it's dangerous. But for me, being a white belt, I think it's easier, particularly for uh, for uh, not stalling, but a survival mode. Because no gi, survival yeah. mode, and you're, and you're sweaty, it's a wrap, buddy. Wrist control is okay, but when you have that gi on, when you're, when you're in survival mode, you're, it's, uh, it's, uh, things are just a lot better, man, a lot more doable. But I don't know, man. That's just me. <laughs> Well, keep training. Keep trying to train all that. I am, man. I train with, uh, I train with 10-year-olds, man. I'm a beast. Just throwing them. When are you leaving? Uh, later this month, man. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, don't, tell, don't say any movements over there. Yeah, man. OPSEC. OPSEC. Hillary Clinton doesn't need to know. No, that's another thing. But, yeah, man. Yeah, I know, right? That's, <laughs> oh, my God. That's, just, that's oh absolutely horrible. I was like, man, I I uh God, I've had the same, <laughs> like, you know how, like, they've told me, because I I had to get this clearance from the White House, it was a special clearance yep. for this program when I was the ATO down here, yeah. right? Yep. You know how many fucking things I had to read and watch saying, like, if you say anything yeah. about what this is, yeah. you're going to jail. If you if you leave your phone out, you're going to jail. Like, you, you, there's so many protocols and stuff like that. She's just, like, on her fucking on her she's got it linked up to her snapchat and shit <laughs> like, oh, man come on lady she's, she does whatever she wants yeah man it's um, i guess money like, of talks course they're man. not gonna do anything yeah she's illuminati well they can't do anything because uh, look man, we gotta wrap this up but they can't do anything <laughs> they can't do anything because she's a presidential nominee now if this were you know two years ago where she was a congresswoman or whatever the heck it is they could probably uh convict her and then she do a month and a half and that's it but now that she's a presidential nominee they can't because it think about the ripple effect that would have in just america with the the because the presidents the presidents and the uh uh presidential candidates 
they're supposed to be these elite people. They're supposed to be the cream of the crop, and you can't have one up there that got convicted of something as uh, ass as vital to national security. You, you can't have that. Now you can have Clinton, yeah. getting BJ's in the but Oval Office. You can Office. have a reality show star, yeah, in the in the running. Hey man, have that office. Reagan was an actor. Let's not forget that. People want to. Reagan was a full blown Golden Globe winning actor. But yeah, man. Yeah. I, yes. Yeah. This uh this election year is kind of gross. But uh yeah, man. Let's. Yeah, no, I don't see. I don't think a lot of people are uh, happy about this. Nah, I'm not. Despite the establishment here, right? Everybody's going libertarian. Yeah, man. And they're getting rid of the black man, which is some BS. Nah, but uh, yeah, man. Let's wrap this up. We, <laughs> I was like, I, what do you want me to say about that? <laughs> Did you better agree with me? No, but yeah, let's wrap this up, man. Um, we uh we did quite a quite a good time, man. That's good stuff. But yeah, uh, Bill. Yeah, I'm Eves. sure you got to cut a ton of that shit out. Nah, That's all right, though. nah, just the first little part, man. It's an easy day. I'm uh I'm not. I don't have to be at work for another month, so I'm good. Uh, nice. yeah. So Bill Eaves, uh, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it, sitting down and. Asking me if I know who Sage Northcutt is because now, <laughs> <laughs> now everyone should know who Sage Northcutt is. I'm gonna step my game up now, but yeah, man, thanks for coming on. I appreciate uh, taking this time out, man. I know it's late there, so I'll get you off the line here. And uh, now it's cool. I love talking about MMA, and you know, if I don't know what is your, what is your podcast about, like lifting weights and shit. Hey, man, let's uh, let's back out for those details. Uh, it well, this is this is uh, it used to be what I, what I wanted to do was do uh, like a fitness podcast, right? Which great, there's a million mm-hmm. of them, but I thought that that would be that would limit too much stuff. Cause say say I have you on and we talk about mixed yeah. martial art, the my demographic won't necessarily want to listen to that. So and then my wife, she has her own business, so I have her on here. So uh, I talked about. I just did a podcast with uh, Stephanie Smith. She just won the USS Nationals in Louisville, right? Which is great. Yeah. It, it kind of brings me back and like this This is what fitness is about and working out and all this kind of stuff, which is great. And I think people want to listen to it. But my podcast is really, it's kind of just everywhere, man. I just try not to do a UFO episode tomorrow and then a UFC thing today. I try to keep it, you know, in a, in a lane. So a lot of the, some of the people... Uh, I've had on here are kind of small business people or uh, uh, fit, uh, physical fitness people. I try to stay there. Yeah. So at least my demographic, the, the people listening can say, oh, he has a new episode. And then I'm like, what the fuck? Sasquatch? Like, I don't want that because I, I feel like as a, as a consumer, I wouldn't want that. So I try to keep it, you know, in a, in a lane that's wide enough that you can kind of uh, – get a little bit of everything but you're not so bogged down like they just talked about burpees last week how many times can you talk about burpees and weight training and nutrition like because i've i listen to podcasts like that and a lot of times they repeat themselves with the same information because they're talking about the same topics so yeah my it's uh, inevitable yeah yeah and you're gonna do that regardless I'm, I'm gonna tell the same stories regardless so i try to space them out and say you know well if i have 
That's a good idea. Yeah, it's and and if it'd be different if I were some fame if I were if I were like Chael Sonnen, he has his own podcast and he talks about uh, UFC and mixed martial arts stuff and you go great, but that's his platform. So starting from where I'm starting from the bottom, now we're here. But starting from here, <laughs> starting from here, I kind of looked at it and went, okay, what do I? What would I want to listen to as a consumer? What would I want to listen to in a podcast? So Black Power, Black freaking right, like right. the man. Nah, but uh, I try to listen. Uh, I try to put that kind of stuff out. That's why also a lot of the episodes I do, I have guests on. I can do them by myself, but I like having guests yeah. on just for that interaction, man. Because there's nothing. You're gonna have to talk about this dude that got shot today. Man, did you Especially see that? Oh, that that was gross, man. It was that I, was. I I saw I saw the original video, which didn't show too much, and I was just like, okay, man, that's uh, I was like, they're going to jail. But then I saw uh, one where they the other angle, man. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like the one for uh, the store owner was taking it, and it was just like, I don't know, man. You know, like. They started yelling "gun, gun, gun," and then like you, uh, neither neither angle has the shot. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the the shots happening. Like why why are you? You know, for me as a former military police <clears throat> officer, and for you, like was were you ever taught to put your gun on someone's chest while you had your knee on their chest and you were searching them? No, like, it was never like that. It was either. If you had your knee on him, you were trying to restrain him. Right. If you had your gun out, you made space. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So I I hate when I see, you know, dudes going against, what am I trying to say here? Going against um, regulations, going against training. Yeah. It's yeah. A, to me, it... um. When I it was two on one, right? And the worst, if you watch the video, the first the guy that takes him down isn't the guy that shoots him. It's the it's the backup guy, right? But yeah, if you look at it, they have you know you have tactical position or whatever. They have this, they're on top of this guy. So even all right, man, because I've, I've I've talked about this on Facebook a lot, right? My point was yeah. My point was they the police officer had the police officer shot this guy because the guy in the red shirt showed intent. But in the positions that they were in, no one else could see intent. Now, yeah. if if you watch the video, you'll hear the guy, the police officer, he pulls his gun, which is easily less than a foot away from this guy's head or chest. It's hard to tell from the angle. But he pulls his gun right. and he says something to the effect of, uh, I, you know, I swear to God, if you move, I'm going to shoot you or something like that. Nowhere, yeah. nowhere in any police academy or in anyone's experience as a seasoned police veteran, I don't think you'd ever say that in or anything like that in the physical position they were in or just the situation. You know, and I've seen people get shot, and there was this this video. There's a video out there. It's old now. It was in Texas. Guy, uh, two police officers going to a uh, a restaurant. There's a report of a guy having a gun. They go in the bathroom, take the guy outside. It's a male and female. They go outside, and then the guy or the girl, I can't remember. One of them yells, "Gun!" Pushes the guy. Uh, the guy turns around, raises the gun. They 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 hit him up two, three times, whatever the shots were. If you look at that, you go, okay, there's reaction distance. There's time to really show intent. Now, hands down, it was all recorded on video. 
The difference is that was on video and you saw that the guy had a gun. He raised his weapon. Okay, you have to defend your life. Got it. Yeah, the di- exactly. The difference is when there's two guys on top of, I don't know, how, how big was that guy? 250? Easy, right? 250 pounds. He, he was more than that. Right. Guaranteed. Let's, let's, that, dude, that dude was massive. Right. So there's two police officers on top of this guy, and they have OC, batons, I assume a taser, but regardless, let's say yeah. taser, and lethal force. You're telling me they had to kill that guy? And let's let's even back up further or farther, whichever one it is. Don't judge me. Let's even back up more. What was the threat? That was my question. No, yeah, I, I didn't what was understand. the initial, why did they tackle that guy? And I'm not saying you can talk everybody down that you want to apprehend and put in custody. But if they yeah. didn't tackle that guy, could they have put cuffs on him without him being dead right now? I think so. Because I think yeah, exactly. his, his gun was in his waist or his pocket or whatever it is. Fine. Everyone everyone has a gun, even in these gun-free zones. Got it. But did you have to wrestle him down? Did you have to kill? Did you, I think he got shot twice. Two shots were fired. It only matters because one shot killed him, right? But all of this, whole, this big thing with that, I don't know how long, the three-minute video, did, that, yeah. did the police officer have to go there? And I said this in my Facebook post, which no one's going to find because I'm not out there like that. I think that I think that officer wanted to shoot him. I think he wanted to, because if not, you would think he'd have a. Well, taser. you know, you know as well as I do that some of them dudes that that are in there are there because they want to shoot somebody. They want to be a a hero. You know what I mean? Yeah. They think that's being a hero. Yeah. Oh and my you, god. You know them them guys are they're everywhere. But but yeah. well, I didn't like the way they took him down in, in the first place too. Like they they went from like talking to yeah. like trying to like body slam him essentially like geez man that's you know and they were smaller than him and that's that's always a problem when you have a a, someone like that they're intimidated because he's he's twice their size right so they're trying to like take him down to a third authority and like make sure they get him down and then once yeah like i met what was the what is it least amount of force necessary yeah right uh, minimum amount of force necessary right that's right and verbal judo, like what? Verbal so, judo. I don't know, and I don't know the her verbal judo was like something. It's a book yeah, about yeah, um, yeah. de-escalating situations, you know. Yeah, I remember verbal and, judo and uh, doing all that. Yeah. Like, and I don't know how much, how long they were standing there talking to the dude. I guess he was he was selling his big tape, uh, yeah. you know, whatever. It's got to be mixtape, man. Somebody else with a gun. Yeah, but like it seemed like they were just in a rush to cuff him instead of like trying to talk him down and talk to him they didn't want to do all that they were like you know we're cuffing you this is happening right and then once but, they once they got into them position you can't i don't i i i, I never want to ever talk about anyone's intent you know what yeah, i mean like right. i never know what someone someone else was thinking any any one of those dudes but i know that i've i've arrested dudes and i've apprehended dudes who were un, unruly i've had to pull my gun on guys and i never ever want put my gun to the back of someone's head. I've never had to, and I'm never. I'm not saying it's not necessary ever, but right. in that situation, dude, and, I don't think it was at all. I mean, when they're on top I of this guy. I think they could have stood up and said, roll over right yeah. now. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't have to. Once you, they always, they always tell you in training, once you go here, once you use 
what is it? Once you climb this rung on the ladder of force, you can't climb back down. You Once can't. you pull your gun, you can't put it back in. Yeah, you can't. So like, gun, gun. Not, not he re- like gun, gun. Like I couldn't it, see if he was reaching for it, but they pulled out of his pocket after they shoot him. But that's the thing; so, it's the intent. He only had the police officer because you and I and anybody who carries a gun for a living, you know that the only person that has to explain why they fired or why this guy's dead is the guy that pulled the trigger. So, yeah, the two on one, the two two people on one kills me, man. Because it's one thing if it's two guys on one, and you finally the guy starts to become compliant, but there's a gun already pulled from an officer. That's fine, man. Yeah, that, that officer can be off, you know, I guess three feet or whatever, still pointing at the guy to let the guy know, hey, yeah, you know, exactly. Don't move. You have to remove contact. But yeah, when your when your knee is in the guy's back, and now look at the video, man. That gun is easily a foot or less from that human being and he's yelling at yeah. him, you know don't move and it's a it's a it's a it's a touchy situation when you have two people on a guy and you're trying to tell him give me your hand well he's laying on his fucking hand or you know whatever it is it's yeah the difference I think he was on his back right yeah well, i mean at least the yeah video he was, no he was, he was on his back he was on his back and that's the it's a difference if if a guy is you trying to prone a guy out and talk him back go go down to your left knee to your right knee that kind of stuff it's easy but when you're on top of a guy saying give me your hand you know, you probably can't man or if you or if you have a person who's never had a, a speaking of jujitsu has never had knee on belly he doesn't know yeah, that right, if I give yeah. this guy my hand, he'll get off my belly. He's trying to get this guy's knee off his belly, and when he pushes the knee, he goes. To, the guy goes for an arm bar. No, that's a different thing. But he doesn't. He's in a, a very stressed situation, man. And I, it, it's the, when I when I saw that, when I first saw the video, I thought, oh, you know, just some police brutality. Got it. And then when I when I finally finished the video, I'm like, they shot that guy. Two on one, they shot yeah. that guy. It killed the guy? Yeah, exactly. Crazy, man. That kind of stuff disgusts me. And everyone has their opinion on authority and whatever. And there's bad people everywhere. But that type of thing truly makes me wonder what the heck were those guys thinking when they when they suited up that night? Or at least the one guy. The other guy, he's kind of free and clear. Yeah. He's going to get suspended too. But the guy who pulled the trigger, he's the one they're going to look at. His Twitter account's already you know exposed. And he's supposed to be some white supremacist racist and all this stuff. i don't know man it's technology you can photoshop anything but yeah when you pull that gun or it could be yeah you never know you pull that gun that close to somebody's brain to me it says oh you wanted to shoot that guy that's all that was it wasn't about defending your life or anything but yeah i'm, I'm sitting here on my couch man or i'm in a garage actually i'm sitting here you know judging that guy but when i saw it i went that's not right and that's no, that's not right. He's not an undercover cop, you know, in New York, kind of doing what he well, needs it's to do. Not, but you're not like some dude, uh, you know, like you're sitting in your garage, but at the same time, we've done the job, and we've apprehended people, and we've, you know, there's been, there's always guys who escalate something when that doesn't need to be escalated, and that's what I think, like, I don't know how much of his record is going to come out, how many complaints he's had, but... Or what dudes are going to say, you know, what his coworkers are yeah. going to say about him. But there's always those dudes who want to take it. They want to hurt somebody. You know, they want to take it a couple steps too far for for no reason other than they want to fuck somebody up. They want to pull that gun. Yeah. They, like Billy Costigan said, they signed up to get the gun. 
You don't know what I'm talking about. That's from The Departed. Nah, man, I know about The Departed. I just, I've been, as, I've, right. got, as I've gotten older and gotten kids, man, I, I, I can't watch movies 10 times anymore. Like, I have to sneak off and get a two-hour block yeah. and hope. It's horrible, man. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, but yeah, man, that 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 whole thing down there is crazy. And then people look at the folks, people of Baton Rouge, and and go, "Wow, why are they rioting? Why are they upset?" Well, because that it's one thing, and I've seen it before. Black Lives Matter and all this stuff. Why did they shoot that guy? Well, they shot that guy because he reached in his pants or he did something that looked suspicious. I understand the police officer's side of it, but when you see that yeah. thing happen at that convenience store, or whatever, whatever, wherever it was. That looks like that police officer just wanted to shoot that guy. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe. And plus. Maybe not from the like beginning, but as soon as he pulled his gun, I'm like, you just wanted you wanted to shoot that guy. I feel like two on one, you wanted to shoot. If two on one, grab both of his arms. One guy grab his left, one guy grab his right. It doesn't matter if he has a gun, because now you've uh, eliminated the uh, capability. So you're good. Nah, we won't do that. We'll just yeah. crazy, man. Absolutely. It's or if he de- or if he does have a gun, you're su- like you're supposed to uh, you're supposed to remove contact at that point and stand up and shoot him or yeah. command him to drop the gun. But I couldn't see if he had his hand in his pocket or if, like if the if they said gun and they saw the outline of the gun in his pocket, like we found it. Yep. Okay, right there. What would you have done? It like me and you. How many buildings have we cleared together? If I say gun, yeah, yeah. you're gonna, we're gonna fucking get some distance between us and wherever that is. Yeah, like and get ready and get cover. But like, and you, we, I don't know. We can uh, what do they call it? Tough. We can Monday morning quarterback it. But I was thinking, I say, well, if that yeah. guy, if that guy's on his back and they're searching him or whatever it is, he's reaching for a gun. If he's reaching in his pocket, I think me. As the not the guy towards the uh, the guy's head, uh, not not that guy, but the yeah. other guy. I'm thinking, in theory, I would have grabbed that guy's hand and pinned it to his hip, so he couldn't pull the gun yeah. out. So at least then, the, my partner can step off or something. But to to pull a gun while you're sitting on this guy's chest and 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 and, and basically pull the trigger and kill this guy, I just think that was horrible. Because gun, you call out gun, great, got it. So what do you do? You either step off, neutralize the, neutralize the, get rid of the capability, or you neutralize the threat. Got it. But you can't do both. Yeah, yeah I'm still going. My I don't wife. Know. That dude is going to jail. I think. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah, Bill. I gotta go, man. Yeah, we're talking. That's cool, man. Yeah, I gotta go. My wife just told me. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I got to go, man. My wife just told me I'm running up the phone bill. No pun intended. The phone bill? Yeah, phone bill. Does those still exist? Yeah, we have minutes out here. And, uh, oh, my God. All right, man. No, you're good. Well, it's good talking to you. I'll catch you uh, next week then, I guess. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. We'll uh, we'll get we'll get uh, get together sometime. No, sounds awesome, man. All right, man. Thanks. It's cool. Bill Eaves, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. (laughs) All right, man. Thanks. Later, man. Yeah, bye. Bye.